Go. Go. And we are live on another Wednesday night. Um, getting our spring weather, Mr. Sis. Getting a little spring into the summer weather, my friend. Yeah, I'd like to see a little sunshine, pal. A little sunshine. Rain again. Um, welcome to the K&K Sports Show. We got Kurt, Kenny, Sis, and a lot of green screens tonight. I'm ready to go. I got for almost every segment and a special one for Rapid Fire with Sis. Again, you're not going to see it now, Sis, but later on, go back. How are you, Mr. Sis? Good. Very good. Mr. Plenty Mr. of uh, hours of putting the show together here today. It's always all worked it. Everybody seems to enjoy the rapid fire session. All mm-hmm. right, here we go. And Mr. Uh, Kirkpatrick, what are your glasses? You look very studious tonight. Thank you. Yeah, you know, another year, birthday last week. The eyes are starting to go along with everything else. You know, you get old. Sis knows what that's all about, right? Are they, yes. Are they prescription or are they cheaters, your glasses? Cheaters. Yeah. You yeah, look I good, though. I you look good. I use a little April showers here, but I'm ready to roll. It's uh, here's my cheaters right here. There you right go. Here. There you go. Here's my cheaters. Yeah. I gotta tell you, this past oh, weekend, guys, no basketball, no college. Ba- I'm all into the NBA now. I got the iPad rolling here. Knicks, New Orleans, big game, but no college hoops, no football. You know, baseball is like uh, ready. You know, it, it's it's a different ball game. I'm started with it. I'm gonna start with baseball. We're gonna get into that later with Paul coming on our good. Friend did you Paul see the Maine. Kenny? Did you see the home run today? I got I got I I had to ask my friends upstairs for for some roll leads. I got the heart from unbelievable, unbelievable. Me the way he threw that pitch. Me, you, and Kirk can I'm, put it I'm in. I'm right now. I got the heartburn from the. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. So right Mr. down the middle of the plate. So, Mr. Kirkpatrick, what's on the agenda? You worked very hard, long and hard on this agenda tonight. What do we got going? A little bit of everything. We haven't done a mock draft, so we're going to do a little mock draft. First, like, 10 picks. We'll, we'll go around the, the panel, and uh, each, each one of us will pick a player, and we'll grade that person's pick from A to F. A meaning, of course, you like the pick. And meaning you don't like to pick. And then uh, we'll do that for a little bit. Then we'll talk a little more about some NFL news. Our always famous rapid fire with Sis. A little stump Kurt. Our competition we got going this month, me and you. See if I could stump you on either Broncos or Knicks trivia. Okay, we're going to start counting them tonight. Yep. Okay. You're bringing back an all-in. I'm out on the fence segment. Uh, of course, we got Briggsy Mania later on. Uh, a little NBA news, and of course, MLB news. Paul Mulvaney's been been uh, going to join us later for some MLB talk. Okay, real quick, couple uh, things. Real quick before we start, before we start any comments, uh, I want to wish uh, one of our listeners and good friends a happy birthday, Mr. Jimmy Eisenman's birthday. Yes, Jimmy, happy yeah. birthday, Jimmy. Yep. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Pops on tonight. If he's on now or later, we'll make sure to say happy birthday then. Absolutely. I, I, would like, I would like to say one thing also, sir. Mr. Yes, sir. Kurt. Let's send out some uh, prayers for Kurt's brother, Ryan, who's battling COVID, and Mikey Mush, who's in the hospital, and he has pneumonia. So yes. let's uh, take a moment. In your before you go to bed tonight, whatever, and um, just say a prayer. I appreciate that. 
Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Sis. A um, mm-hmm. couple things real quick I want to get for our first comment. Before we get into comments, I'm going to shock Kenny. You're not going to see this, but um, on the, on the uh, screen right now, I have a picture of um, our K&K Sports Show shirts, which they're flying off the handle, flying like Sis is doing an unbelievable job with these with these shirts. Um, but I just have a picture, you know, we have a light blue, a green, a red, the Navy blue is showing, uh, we're actually putting in a second order, uh, tomorrow or Friday. Um, so please everybody, um, anybody who wants a shirt, reach out. I will get you guys, uh, the information. We have long sleeve tees, short sleeve tees. Uh, I know Kenny's going to do some polos, but, uh, the shirts are awesome looking. And thank you again to coach Breslin. Um, for setting everything up. Uh, it looks unbelievable. DMK Apparel. Um, you know, any information, here's the information on DMK Apparel. Again, uh, they do an unbelievable job. We're going to be looking into getting hats, right, Kenny? We're going to be looking to getting lanyards. But um, again, here's the shirts. Uh, shirts are available. And uh, trust me, they're awesome. And I uh, can't wait to wear them again. A um, couple comments, Kenny, right out of the gate. Um Coach Breslin saying, big game, Nets, Sixers. Knicks is not a big game. LOL, Yankees are bad. Now, here's a great comment from our good friend, Henry Zimanoff. And Kenny, if you want to use this for the Broncos mania tonight, Briggsy mania, this would be a good topic. Multiple NFL teams, including Denver, they were the first one, have opted to skip the voluntary offseason program again this year for the safety and players of staff. Do you want to get into that, Kenny? The Lions have became the latest team to opt out, uh, Henry just said. You want to get into that in Briggsy Bronco Mania? You want to mention that now? What do you want to do with that? Let's mention it now because uh, I know Henry flip-flops probably from us to ticket time. Okay. Good friend Carson's got a live stream tonight if anybody wants to check him out on YouTube. Uh, ticket time. You can watch ticket time on the big screen and watch us on, on the laptop or vice versa. Yep. Go check him out. Let's get into it now real quick then since Henry asked a question and brought it up. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know – it's one of them things, you know, depending on, you know, where you are in the country. I mean, look at Texas. They're playing full capacity with fans, you know, and then you got other teams that are canceling their, their workouts. Uh, I get it. I get it. Uh, we'll see where things go in the upcoming weeks and months, but I think you're going to see a few more teams doing it. And, uh, less teams having the uh, off-season workouts. Well, here's my question about it, and somebody made a great point on one of the shows I was listening today is rookie quarterbacks. You know, you draft the Zach Wilson, you draft Trevor Lawrence, the 49ers. Now there's no volunteer. You missed that. That's like an original little mini camp already, that volunteer workout. Now you're way behind. You know, there's no, okay, I'm going to do virtual. You know, these quarterbacks better get with the O.C., Get with these receivers, get catch up on their timing. I mean, that's a big blow to these young quarterbacks. You know, uh, you hear everybody keeps saying with Denver, oh, well, Drew Locke didn't have it last year. Well, he ain't going to have it this year. So, you know, you got to catch up. He hasn't played with Cortland Sutton. You know, wh- what are you going to do? You know, it's it, it's a problem. It. It's a problem. I, I get it, but 
if I'm if I make any sense, I get it, but I don't get it. I get it from the atmosphere I'm in. I work in a hospital. I'm around it all the time. I get it. But with the the part I don't get is a state like Texas is gonna. And I'm bringing baseball into this. Is gonna allow forty thousand fans every day. Florida, Arizona, Texas had spring breaks. A lot of kids. You're not hearing of any major outbreaks. We just had a, a final. We just had a, a men's basketball tournament and a women's basketball tournament with only one team right. out of 128 or 130 teams, right. even more than combined, one team that had a COVID scare and had to cancel the game. So I, I get it why they're doing it, precaution. I'm not against it, but I'm, I, I don't know. It, it, like I'm, I'm, I'm torn both ways about it. Like I, I get it. You can't complain about it. But I would like to see some kind of volunteer workout, whether it's separate. You know, you have the quarterbacks practicing separate, and like so, you don't have a problem like the Broncos had last right. year. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like we'll have to see in the upcoming weeks. Okay. I, I, don't, I honestly no, it's don't. a great point by Henry, and it's it's a big topic because now more and more teams are doing it. I think more teams are going to continue to do it. So, great call. Sis, great what do you think about it, sis? I think that um, it's a smart thing to do right now. It's only April. Uh, they don't want people getting sick, obviously. And what's going on? You know, you brought up a great point. I mean, some of these stadiums have forty thousand people in it. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a roll of the dice, man. I mean, we saw, we saw what happened with all these vaccines. Now all of a sudden, Johnson and Johnson taking off the market and, you know, people getting blood clots and brain hemorrhages. And it's, it's scary, man. It's, it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. And again, I think we've talked about this so many times. It's, it's up to the own individual people. I don't look down on anybody that gets the shot and I don't want anybody looking down on me because I don't believe the shot. That's me. Right. That's me. I haven't had the flu Bank got up above in 15, 20 years. The last time I got the flu, I got a flu shot. So that's me. But, you know, and again, I love my sister. That I told her yesterday, like, you got to stop because it, you played out. You got your two shots. I'm happy nothing happened to you. Kurt's wife got hers. Thank God she's a, I said, look at Mike Mush. Right. So, again, you know, but... Enough of that. To get back to your thing, yeah, I think I, I, the Denver Bronco guys and a uh, few other teams, yeah, I go along with them. I, I totally agree with it. I really okay. don't. Uh, Henry's also saying with most teams opting out, they can now focus on plans for the 2021 draft in two weeks. How many quarterbacks will we see get taken off the board within the first 10 picks? Well, let's do it, Kenny. Let's get right into it. That's a great segue question. That's a good question. A great question, Henry. We got a little mock draft headed for you. Uh, I set this up. Uh, we're going to go around the panel, each doing separate, each doing some certain teams. So, Kurt, sis, we're all in agreement, right? First two picks are going to be Trevor well, Lawrence. I think. Excuse me. I think he was asking, like, and maybe I'm wrong, Kurt. Was he asking, like, do we think, like? Like the first eight picks, will they all be quarterbacks? No, he's saying how many quarterbacks in the first ten. 
How many quarterbacks? Oh, first 10. Okay, Kenny, excuse me. Danielle okay. Colazzo from high school saying, I love the background. So this is the new background. Again, you don't see it, Kenny, but you got to watch I it. I see it. I got my phone on. I got, okay, I got, you see it? Yeah, I'm, I've been working on it. Thank you for that comment. So let's get rolling, Mr. Kirkpatrick. Who's up? All right, so we're all in agreement, right? Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilton, top two picks. Yep. Are we going yeah. to go out with that? Okay, so there's two right there, Henry. So we're going to put Kurt on the spot, and he's going to pick the San Francisco 49ers. He's, he's up on the mock draft draft board. He's on the clock. All right, I'm on the clock, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. If I say if we did this last week, and then we're gonna grade them, and the audience can grade the pick as well. Okay. If I uh, if I would have done this last week, I would have totally done. I gave you a different answer. All right, but here's my reason why. The 49ers traded three number ones. I mean, really, this year's number one and two more. So three number ones. Okay. Right. right. When they do that. It's going to be for a quarterback, and they they think it's going to be. You really think when you move up this far for a, um, I mean, a big star quarterback, okay? They had Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, again, I think he cost them a Super Bowl. So last week, I was going to say, listen, they went up for Mac Jones. I would take Mac Jones. I don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to take Mac Jones. He moved up, and he wants a superstar, okay? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like this player. I would not take him three. But the San Francisco 49ers are going to go for the gutso and say, hey, I'm taking people. There's still people who have this guy ranked as the number one quarterback in the class. I do not see it. I will never do it. But the 49ers in this mock draft are going to take quarterback, Justin Fields, Ohio State. I'm going to grade first, sis, and then I'll let you go because you're the Alabama fan. Uh, I agree with that pick. And the only reason why, sis, I don't, I don't, I agree with everything Kurt said. I'm not a fan of Justin Fields. I, I think it's going to be a mistake. But they do have Jimmy Garoppolo on their roster right now. And Mac Jones is is a very similar quarterback. Yes. Meaning, you know, like the way they are. You know, not saying, you know, Garoppolo's better than Jones. Just saying Jones is that style of quarterback. I can't see them trading away three first-round picks for the same style of quarterback. Great point. And that's what I said last week. And uh, I know we were having some fun last week on it. As a draft pick for what the 49ers need, that style of quarterback changing their offense around, I give you a B plus. If you were asking me talent wise, I'm going D. I do not think he's he's the third pick in this draft. But because of what the 49ers did and they need that style of quarterback, I'll go B plus on the rating for that for that pick. Right. And and here's the other thing I'll say about that. I totally agree with you. If if you picked Justin Fields for him, I would give you a D also. But I'm going to say that I think Kyle Shanahan is one of the best, if not the best, offensive mind in the NFL. So he's going to go and he's going to see a player and say, how can I mix my my run game and my zone offense with this guy? And you know what? His father did it with RG3. So... He don't, like I said, nothing against Sis. I don't want to hear Sis's comment, but 
you know, you're not going to move up and give three number one picks to go get Mac Jones. I just can't see it. Uh, we got a comment from 1.0. I would love to see a mobile quarterback in Shanahan's system, but they're giving up a lot to move up. Totally agree. And that's why I think yeah. they're going to they, I think they're going to gamble with Fields. I do. I want I want to I want to hear Sis's comments cuz uh I know he followed Mac Jones more than more than me. So I want Sis's uh response and his grading on the draft pick. Um First of all, in my own opinion, I think the first five picks in this draft are going to be all quarterbacks. And the reason why I'm hoping that happens, because one of my boys from Alabama could land right into our laps if that's the way it goes down. Getting back to uh, this quarterback pick with Fields at number three, uh, I got a big question mark there. And the big question mark is this. Named the last quarterback from Ohio State that was really successful in the NFL. So I'm going to stick, even though I'm a huge Bama fan, I'm going to stick with Mr. Jones going to the 49ers, and I'll give Kurt a C-. minus. Okay. couple comment comment coming in from our good friend Phil Benanti. Fields, Murray, and Russell Wilson in the same division is scary. That is. And you throw Matthew Stafford in there, Phil, with with the Rams. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's an up and coming yes, division. It is. All right, so Mr. Sis, you're up next. You have the Atlanta Falcons, my friend. Kurt, okay. Justin Fields at three, so that leaves you up with with the Falcons. Who? I'm going to take Mr. Kyle Pitts from Florida to tight end. To be their first pick. Did my do you homework? Have any, do you think the Fal? Let me ask you a question because I love the pick. Do you think the Falcons could trade down? There's a lot of rumors about that. The, yeah, I mean, it, it's even like the Giants. The, the, there's always that possibility, but they're talking about this kid Pitts like he's better than Tony Gonzaga. He's better than the kid that uh, uh, what was his name? Played for the uh, Patriots, Kenny. Killed himself. Oh, Hernandez. Hernandez. And again, I've said this a hundred times. That kid Hernandez, in my opinion, hands down was the, I don't care about Gronk and all these other tight ends. The kid irks from Philly. That kid was hands down the best tight end I've ever seen. Okay, getting back to it. Um yeah, so uh, Mr. Pitts will be my number one choice for the Falcons. Do you want my number two pick? No, no, no. I'm just gonna do one pick. Just, just. Uh, okay, fine. If you have a if you have a backup, throw it out there. But Kyle Pitts would be your 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 choice. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there because I like this kid, and I think Kurt might agree with me. This kid uh, from Florida, Kyle Trask. He um, he's legit, man. Oh, okay, so you're talking second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's you know, good. That you, you did more homework. I like that. Yeah, if he happens to be there, I don't see why they wouldn't take a shot with him. Again, the, the kid's legit. That's a good point. Kenny, Kurt, couple comments real quick. Couple comments from Zoli. I agree with Kurt. That's a ton to give up for Mac Jones. I'm not sold on Fields, but his upside makes that gamble. I think they take him. Phil Benanti, he thinks the Falcons trade down. 
Eddie Murphy saying good evening, gentlemen. Phil Benanti saying, do the Patriots try and trade up to number four for a quarterback? They're the wild card. Yeah. Well, let's, let's answer that real quick, Kurt, but grade sis first, and then we'll answer Phil's question. Um, you know what? I'm going to grade sis with a B plus. I'll tell you why. Because, you know, I'm not, again, I, I am not a big believer on Take any one of the five quarterbacks. I just, I don't believe that. You can't have, you can't go in saying, I grade all five of these guys high. I don't. So right now, Lawrence, Wilson, and Fields are off the board. Are you really going to tell me Atlanta's going to go and say Trey Lance or Mac Jones is that high on the board? You're taking a, I mean, they're saying that this guy is going to be just an unbelievable tight end. You got Ridley. You got Julio, Matt Ryan, and now you're putting this monster pits on that team. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm telling yeah. you, you know, That's a great point. Why, why am I going to go and say, all right, I'm here's Matt Ryan. Well, we're going to keep him for Trey Lance for two years. I, I, why you got pitched this kid, this kid's a, this unbelievable. Look at that offense. That's not a good offense right out of the gate. Yeah. You know, I, so I'm going to give this a high B plus. I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to go A, 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 A to A minus because I like, Sis did two rounds and I like Kyle Trask in the second round. Uh, Kyle Pitts, you hit it all on the nail. You hit, you hit it all on the head, guys. I mean, you put him on that offense with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Ridley. And don't forget, Todd Gurley's still running the rock. That's a scary offense. It is. In, in, a, that's a yep. scary offense that's going to great the yep. Saints yep. offense that don't have Drew Brees anymore. It's going to compete with the Bucks offense who doesn't who's got Brady whose age is going to hit him one of these years. And and the Panthers who we have Sam Darnold. So I think the Falcons, if they draft Kyle Pitts, have an excellent chance at not not only a wild card for, for division, like for the NFC, but a sleeper to win the NFC South with this kid. He's that good. Phil Benanti saying it's a shame the Falcons' defense can't stop anyone. And and a little spoiler, sis. You know what? I didn't think it is. If they do trade, they do draft Pitts and Trask. Trask is their future. He's got his number one receiver. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point. That's a great. That's great. Point. That that was good. I didn't think of that, sis. So, yeah, I give you an A minus. I like the two picks. Yep. Uh, let's answer Phil's question real quick, Kurt, before I go with the Bengals. So, he wanted to know if the Patriots are going to tra trade up to number four. Was that the question? Yes. Uh, if they like Mac Jones that much and it falls Justin Fields, I could see him doing it for Mac Jones. Because that's Belichick's type of quarterback, mm -hmm. Mac Jones. But Mac Jones is – if the 49ers go and draft Mac Jones, I'm going to say no. But if, if, the 49, if, the, if the 49ers draft Fields or Lance and Mac Jones is sitting there, I could see the Patriots moving up. What do you think, guys? Yeah, I mean, same thing. Again, you know, Belichick, listen, it, it has to burn Belichick that he saw Brady and Gronk and those guys partying on boats with winning the Super Bowl. And um, he had a little egg on his face last year. You know, I know they got Cam, but um, like you're saying, if he likes his guy, 
you know, it, what are they going to, what, what's it going to cost them? It's definitely probably going to cost, I mean, they're coming up high. So they're going to have to give them definitely a number one next year. Months. It's going to have to be yes. at least one, one, maybe a two this year. So, you know, I'm going to say no right now, but um, it's a possibility. You think they'll move up, sis? I think you totally nailed it. If the 49ers take Jones, there's no way Belichick is going to trade up for Justin Fields. You 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 nailed that right across the board, and that's that's the that's the perfect storm right there. You nailed it, Kenny. The thing that's too, the though, Kenny. The thing I will say about this is that there's still a lot of teams that have a potential need for quarterback. Right? You got New England. You got still got Carolina. You got Denver. Right? So. You know, with those lot of teams, you're going to get into a bidding war. So, you know, Atlanta might not be like, oh, you know, now you have three teams trying to get up and New England's coming from all the way from, what are they, 15 or whatever they are. They're, you know, it might get crazy where it's like, wait, you're going to give me two future ones? This year's number two? A swap of what? You know, like, you don't know. When there's three teams and it's like, hey, well, they're doing this. What do you want to do? Well, just so you know. Oh, that team- Atlanta? If I'm Atlanta, I want one of their defensive players too. I don't want just draft picks. I got to build my defense. So what? Give me a, give me one of your defensive leaders along with that. Right. Zoli's making a great point, saying the Patriots won't give up multiple first rounders to get up to four. Though that's one spot behind San Francisco, and they gave up a ton. Atlanta will ask for a similar haul. Yep. So I agree. So uh, it's it, you know it, it, I think that's a lot to move up, but I could I. Do not see them, like Sis said, not see him moving up for Fields or, or Lance. No way. Right. Maybe Jones, if they like Jones that much. Uh, I'll get into the – I'll do the Bengals, and I'll go a little fast on the Bengals here. Okay. Uh, I think, you know, you got your future quarterback. They just lost A.J. Green, free agency. I think they're going to go wide receiver. Yeah, there's, toys, there's, there's talks they can go offensive line here too. But I think they pair Mr. Burrow up with his number one receiver from LSU, Mr. Jamar Chase. Sis, you want to grade me? You're going with Chase for the Bengals? Yeah. B plus. I agree. That that they need. So they're gonna they pair need. him with Higgins. You got nice young receivers there, Higgins and Boyd. Still got Joe Mixon. Yeah. Um, this is tough because, listen, they need a wide out. They got to give them a weapon, right? You're giving them a yeah. stud and chase. But he absolutely got destroyed last year behind that terrible offensive line. So. That means it. <laughs> I'm going to give you a B because I would think they would take uh, Sewell from Oregon. I'm, I don't hate Chase. Again, I like the idea of getting him a weapon, but, you know, they have to protect this kid. He he got absolutely destroyed. And our friend, um, I'm going to read a comment from our friend Marty from Intercept Your Lunch. Again, we were on his show last week and did an awesome job with us. Thank you again. Um, Bengals have to go offensive tackle. Kenny going D. Burrow tore his ACL. He needs a line. Um, 
We got a Maria yeah. O'Connor Crispiano saying, hey. Hello, Maria. Friend of mine. Zoli saying. I really wanted to go offensive line here, but I, I'm a firm believer in get the get the young quarterbacks. I didn't mean to cut you off, Kurt. Okay. Get the young quarterbacks with a receiver that they've known in college if they're that if they're that good. And Burrow is Chase is sitting there for Burrow, can have him for the next ten years. That combo, I'll take that. You know, I know I know we say offensive line. I, I get what Marty's saying, and I agree with that one hundred percent. But I think this may be too good to pass up for the Bengals. I'm going to say this. Uh, Zoli, um, Eddie's saying Burrow has been lobbying for Chase. I read somewhere. Zoli's saying, and then Burrow gets hurt again because the O-line is a dumpster fire. Have to go Sewell to for me. See, here's the thing. How high do they have Sewell? If they have him rated as a can't-miss prospect, take the tackle, get yourself a sec, a Rondell Moore, a, a receiver later. You know, I, that's, you know, that's, Let me just that's bring the in one key. thing. Let me bring in one. Let me play devil's advocate here. Henry, our good friend Henry, had mentioned all the teams opting out on the voluntary uh, workouts. Don't forget, Penny Sewell, uh, if you're going to take offensive line, you might want to go Slater here, believe it or not, because Penny Sewell, and that goes for Jamar Chase too, they both opted out last year. So now you're looking at a year and a half of these guys not playing any football, any football activities and you're going to put him on the line going into week one, I'd be a little nervous about that, protecting my franchise quarterback. So okay. Okay. we'll see. We'll see. So that was my pick. I didn't know. I didn't hear what you graded me, Kurt. Uh, I'm going to give you a B. He gave you a B. A I big. gave you a B plus. Yep. Okay. All right. Kurt, you're up with the Dolphins. We'll try and pick this up a little bit. All right, I'll make it up. With, I'll make it quick with the Dolphins. Um, Tua is their future. They obviously, uh, they're not going to go quarterback there. You know, they've, uh, I mean, maybe with the Deshaun Watson, if that comes now, back. Now, just, just a little reminder, guys. We're doing this like we're, we're doing this like a real mock draft. So I took Jamar Chase. You can't take Jamar Chase. Kurt. Right. Okay, so with so the he, Dolphins, he's off the board. I'm going to give Tua a weapon. Okay, I would have. I'm gonna be honest. I would have gone Pitts if he was still there, but Sis took him with Atlanta. Great pick, and uh, I'm gonna give him one of his boys, and it's not gonna be Devonte Smith. It's gonna be the other Alabama receiver. I'm gonna take Jalen Waddle for the Dolphins to give Tua a weapon. It's his guy, and away the Dolphins go. I'll grade you real quick. I'm gonna give you a B on that. B plus. I think Waddle's the right move there. I think he'd be more familiar with Waddle mm -hmm. over Smith. And I just said it with the, the Bengals, so I'm echoing my words. You know, give that young quarterback a receiver they are familiar with for the next 10 years. Sign me up for that any day of the week. Give me Jamal, Jimmy, give me Jalen Waddle. I like the pick. B plus. Okay. This. I like to pick. I'm gonna give you a little friendly reminder. Mr. Devontae Smith caught the winning touchdown off of who in the national championship Tua. game. So I'm going to say, I'm going to give Mr. Valenti a B, but I'm going to disagree. Waddle's going to our Giants, Kenny, and Mr. Devontae Smith is going to the Lions. Okay. <laughs> so then you're up next with, with the, the Lions. We just said who you're picking for the Lions. No, I'm not. 
I'm, okay. I'm just having a discussion about that. Now, okay. this, this is very interesting because this kid Parsons from Penn State is a beast. Now, here's my only concern with him. He's got character issues. I was a coach. Kurt was a coach. I'm not big on players that have character issues. But the way the NFL is, they'll go like this. They'll look the other way. And I'm going to stick with it. The Lions are going to take Parsons from Penn State. Give you a B minus, sis. I think this would be a good spot for the Lions to trade. You got two okay. quarterbacks on the board yet, Mac Jones and Trey Lance. I think there's no I think they'd be receiving a lot of calls if both those quarterbacks were on the board. But I okay. do like the pick that the Lions need everything. They need offense and defense. So get a defensive leader when everybody's saying offense they're gonna pick. Give them that defensive leader. So I agree with the pick if they do not trade it. So I do like Yeah, Car- Carson's team's in trouble. Yep. <laughs> Kurt, what about you? you Listen, I'm going to say this. I hope, dead hopes this is wrong because I want him. Whoever gets him is getting defensive rookie of the year. Remember, Levante David, Devin White, you saw it in the Super Bowl. There's not many players like this. I know Sis says he's got character issues, but just like Sis goes, that's what a lot of teams are going to do. I would give Sis an A+. Whoever picks this kid, the kid's a stud, man. Stud. Yeah, he is. He's a beast. He's a beast. Couple couple questions. Couple questions. Zoli saying Parsons to Denver. I hope. I hope. And Henry Zimanoff, do you think that we're going to get to Denver in a second? Do you think Denver would take another quarterback to begin their competition or would it be a big mishap? Honestly, I want the Broncos back in the playoffs. We're going to pick that. I'm going to do the Panthers real quick, and we'll do the Broncos. They're up after the Panthers. I'll do them real quick. This is tough. There's two quarterbacks on the board. You got Sam Darnold. You got the offensive line on the board. Uh, If I'm not doing this with trades – this would be a perfect spot for me to trade down, but I'm going to go. The Panthers are not going to trade this pick, and they are going to take the number one offensive ranked lineman in this draft, Penny Sewell, at this pick. Okay. Kurt, my grade. All right. Your grade, um, I'm going to give you a B plus. I mean, again, this guy was supposed to be a top three player in the in the draft. All of a sudden, he's fallen. Why? Because he's not a quarterback and he's not a high profile receiver. Um, he's, I think, he's one of the guys that he's. You know, you don't have to worry about him. He's going to be probably a starter from day one for ten to twelve years. I'm giving you a, a B plus. What about it, sis? What's my grade? Yep, B plus, and they definitely they definitely need help up front. And I think it would be, and I agree with you, I think it would be a huge mistake for them to trade down. A huge mistake. So I'll give you a B plus on that. All right. And Kurt and Henry's Broncos are up. So Henry, hope you're listening out there. Be important. And Zoli, Matt, I know you're I, out by there. the way, Matt Staffiero saying a B plus on that. And Matt, Matt's another Bronco fan. The all-important Bronco 
draft pick is up, and Mr. Valenti, <laughs> future GM of the Broncos, is on the clock. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, before I make my pick, Zoli's a Bronco fan, Henry's a Bronco fan, Matt Staffiero's a Bronco fan. If they went off this board, remember, Lawrence Wilson Fields, Pitch, Chase Waddle, Parsons Sewell, okay? So I'm going to wait a minute, see what they want to do. Now, can I trade or I can't trade? Let's do this one without trades. Next week, we'll do a full okay. mock draft with trades. Okay. Uh, Henry's also saying, so if Denver were to draft Trey Lance, the quarterback out of North Dakota State, it's that right team name. Would Denver be able to become a Super Bowl contender or would there be missing, or would there be something missing? Um, wow. Uh, I'm, listen, I really want Parsons. I'm going to be honest. Um, you know, Trey Lance, Mac Jones... Denver's on the board. Matt Staffiel, yes, Denver's on the board, Matt. What would you do? Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, Pitch, Chase, Waddle, Parsons, Sewell, or gone? On the board is Patrick Sertain, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, a couple other linemen. Uh, we can't trade down tonight, Kenny said, right? We're not going to trade down. No, we'll do that next week. We're only going up to the Eagles at 12 this week. Next week, we'll have a full mock draft with some guests. Okay, so I'm interested to see what these guys are going to do. If I can't, my honestly, my first re- re- reaction is to trade down. Okay, um, Matt Staffiero, uh, Matt Staffiero saying Lance would be the pick against better judgment. I'd go Mac Jones, safer pick in my opinion. We'll throw your pick out there, Kurt, and then we'll listen to everybody else who's on the Broncos. Uh, what I think they're going to do? You're asking me what I think they're going to do. Well, with the way this board shaped out, what are they going to do? Make a pick. You're going to lose your pick like the, like the Vikings did if you, if you don't make that pick I soon. don't want to say this. The Denver Broncos are going to draft quarterback Trey Lance. Wow. Over Mac You didn't ask me what I'm I would do. You that. didn't ask me what I would do. You said to me, I can't trade down. And no, you said, you're the Bronco GM. You can't trade down, though. Oh, I'm the Bronco. Well, you, but I... But I didn't. If I was the 49ers, I wouldn't take Justin Fields. I acted. How would I think the 49ers? Yeah, yeah, we're doing do. it. We're doing this week. We're doing it like next week. We do it like where did GM? You're right. The You're Broncos right. are going to take Trey Lance, and I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be this. mad. I'll grade. I'll grade that pick first. C minus. Uh, the reason why is we're talking about Mac Jones going number three, and Trey Lance is an unknown can't let Mac Jones slide there. If you're taking a quarterback, it's got to be Mac Jones. If he falls into your lap, he's got Jerry Judy. His, you know, he's familiar with Jerry Judy over there. Again, you know, echoing the words, quarterback familiar with their, with their receivers. And, and give them those, those weapons that in Denver – over over Trey Lance, I take Mac. I take Mac Jones. So would I. A, so would I. But you. But I don't I, think they're gonna. On the pick, I think Mac Jones is the better quarterback of the two. Sis. Like remember when we were in high school, you got the deficiency notices when you were on the bubble between a D and an F. Yep. Well, Kurt's getting a deficiency notice with a D, and the only reason why I'm saying this, this kid Trey Lance. He only played like 16 games. So 
again, I not because I'm a Bama fan, but if you're gonna go by a seasoned kid, you know that played a lot of the games against top-notch competition, I'm not taking this kid. Sis, I agree with you. Uh, Matt Staffiero saying I'm giving it a C. He's also saying highly. He has the highest ceiling. Trey Lance has the highest ceiling out of the quarterbacks outside of Trevor Lawrence, but he also has the highest bust potential out of the quarterback class. I agree I with totally that. Agree not with not that. mocking the Broncos, sis, and Kurt and Matt and everybody else, not mocking the Broncos, their track record. You don't want the quarterback with the highest bust potential. No, and I, but, I'm, but here's the thing, Kenny, and I'm going to tell you why. There's all this talking again. It's not about radio and stuff like that, but there's a lot of talk, a lot of pressure on Peyton, you know, Drew Locke, there's still a lot of question marks. Listen, I told you day one, I would I would wait, wait out Deshaun Watson, wait out Aaron Rodgers. There's still people who say Aaron Rodgers might not even this year play for the Packers. Wait that out. That's what I would want to do. But you know what? If you don't have to move up and a quarterback falls to you, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them to pass that up. I agree with you. It's wrong to pick them, but they may. I agree. I'm going to do the Cowboys really fast, and then we got the Giants and books to wrap it up. Okay. Cowboys is a simple pick for me. He fell right into their laps like Blake expected. Patrick Sertan to the Cowboys in this mock draft. Fell right into their laps, and uh, that's the guy they wanted all along, in my opinion. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go Patrick Sertan here. Okay. Matt, Matt Staffiero. Simple, safe pick. Cowboys take Patrick Sertan. Yeah. B plus. I'll give you a B plus. They need corners. He's the best one in the, the draft. And uh, you don't have to move up to get him. Great pick. Yes. I'll give you an A minus. That kid's a baller. Yeah. Yep. Simple pick. Very simple. Yep. Easiest pick of the board. Easiest pick of the night. Patrick Sertan. Matt Staffiero's giving you an A. Thank you, Matt. Mr. Sis, our Giants are on the clock. The new GM of the New York Giants, Mr. Eddie Cisliano, and his first pick from the New York Giants will be? There's no doubt about it in mind. If he's there, you guys remember a little guy named Phil McConkey, fleet receiver? Again, I like Waddle. If Devontae's there, he will be a Giant. Out ago, if the if Devontae's there and Mr. Siciliano drafts him, A plus. Another you. weapon on that Giants offense. Thank Give you. Me, sign me up. Sign me up. A plus. Love the pick. Thank you. All right. <laughs> He's gonna disagree. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm gonna go if he's there and Waddle's gone and um I'm gonna give you again. Galladay Smith with Barkley. Sis, I'm going to give you an A. Oh, wow. That's a shocker. Coach Breslin <laughs> saying he agrees. He says Sertan is really a good player. Matt Staffiero saying expect Farley from Virginia Tech to drop. Too many medical concerns, in my opinion. Agree. That's another another good point. Another uh, player that opted out last year. And uh, if a lot of these teams are holding out their season workouts, these players may drop even more. 
Kurt, you're you're up with the last pick of our mock draft. Next week we'll do oh, a next week we'll do a more, more we'll have more people on next week. We'll do a full round next week and have some fun next week. Okay. But, uh, you got the Eagles. We'll wrap it up with the Eagles. All right, real quick. Um, Eddie Murphy saying if Smith or Waddle aren't there, I trade back unless Parsons is there. Uh, Matt Staffiero's giving the Giants a B. Coach Breslin saying, I think Devontae could be there if five quarterbacks go. I agree. Um, Matt Staffiero, and I said this last week, the kid Horn, the defensive, the corner from uh, South Carolina is on the rise. He may jump um, uh, far. You a lot of good things about him. Yeah. So, well, I'm sorry, your last team for me was, who was it? Eagles. Eagles. See, Eagles are tough. Like, Eagles, I want to take a receiver. Am I going to go and take, um, I don't know, more from Purdue is jumping up a lot of boards, but that's high. Um, if, if, if we were doing a mock trap with trades, this would be a perfect trade spot. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go with got Matt. a quarterback on you the board. You know what? I'm going to go with Matt Staffiero. I'm going to take a corner. I'm going to take Horn out of South Carolina. A solid pick in this draft. I, I would say I'll give it a B. If we were having a mock draft with trades, you would have to trade this pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said I can't trade. For. But this is one without trades, so I put a solid B. I like the kid. I think he's got a lot of upside, and uh, we all know that the Eagles are hurting in the secondary. And all joking aside, you know you got Kenny Galladay, you got uh, McLaurin, and you got. Uh, Cooper. So you got three number one wide receivers in the NFC East. Yep. That gonna have, you need to shut down corner. So Matt Sta- Kenny, Matt Staffiero is giving me a B saying, don't do it, Philly. They need uh, Darashaw, the offensive lineman. They do need a lineman. They need all lie too. But if, if, that's why I would trade down if, if we were doing trade down here because Trey Lance is on that board. They're going to receive a lot of calls for Trey Lance. You, got, you can't pass that up. And, and Whoever gives me the best best uh, picks for for uh, Lance, I would go there. But this is without trade, so solid B. Okay. Wrap, wrap it up, sis. Give us a great Kurtz pick of Mr. J.C. Horn, the corner out of South Carolina. I give him a B. Solid pick. A, solid pick. Yep. I agree. All right, I think that's going to wrap up this uh, short little top ten. So to answer to answer uh, Henry's question, if he's still listening there, if we were the GMs and we were drafting, we had four quarterbacks going in the top ten. Trey Lance is still there. Trey Lance is still on the board. But if there were trades, I think a team would have. I think I think we're on dream and a team would have traded up for Trey Lance in the top ten. Yeah. So if I had to guess, I'm going to say draft night, five quarterbacks will be taken in the top 10. I won't be surprised, though, if one slips out of the top 10. Whether it be Mac Jones or Trey Lance, I think one of those two will slip out of the top 10. Okay. Possible. All right. Um, uh, Eddie Murphy has a question. He's saying, how deep is the O-line in this draft? I think it's pretty deep. I mean, you got it's, it's not as deep at the top, but it's deep in right. the late to middle rounds. Uh, late, late first round and middle yeah. rounds, there's a lot of good potential picks there. Uh, Christian Darasaw, I think he's going to be a stud. 
Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker in the first round. I think he's going to be a stud. Uh, can't think of the kid's name off the top of my head, sis. He's an Alabama lineman. I think he's yes. going to be good. Uh, uh, something with an L. Uh, yeah, I, I know you're talking with about an L. I, I can't think of so this, this, And then there's a Division two prospect out there that, that he, they showed him lifting like out in the countryside, lifting like uh, water jugs. He showed him lift like his workout was like country boy workout. It was pretty cool seeing that. Kenny, uh, Matt Staffiero saying D. Tackle heavy developmental guys. Vera Tucker looks like a stud. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I could see uh, this being a nice little uh, sleeper late first round to third round. Solid, solid offensive lineman coming off the off the board, in my opinion. Alex Leatherwood, that's the Alabama kid. Thank Alex you, Matt. Leatherwood, thank, thank you, you, Matt. Leatherwood, yep. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I got one real quick question about Deshaun Watson, okay. and we'll get into this is rapid fire, the, the popular, always popular rapid fire. Deshaun Watson, a one and a 1A question. First question I have for you in the audience, does he play next year? Kurt? Um, does he play? Yes. Okay. Sis, does he play next year at all? You know, that's a, that's a really tough one, man. He's got charges hanging over his head. And if he, you know, if he gets charged with anything, obviously he's not going to be able to play. I'm going to say he doesn't play. Okay. Uh, you know what? I want to change. Uh, Matt Staffiero just made me change my mind. He said not likely. I'm going to go with no, no to. I can change my mind. And I have a reason why. Yeah. Can I tell you real quick? Okay, I don't know if his draft stock right now is going to be high, and I don't think he's going to play for the Texans. So I think he will be like able to play, eligible to play, but I don't. I think they're going to trade him next offseason. So I think he's going to hold his guns and say, I'm not playing for the Texans. I think you're going to get teams who are going to give really low ball offers for him. So I think the Texans are going to say, we'll revisit this come – next March and April and make a deal. So I think he will be able to, but he will not. I'm going to say he doesn't play as well, but if he did play, I'm going to say he does play for the Texans. And I'm going to tell you why a guy that had all these charges on him. If he gets exonerated, he gets, you know, he's able to play and these charges get dropped. Are you as a player, going to refuse to play for that team when you just had a ton of charges faced against you and you're already in the doghouse of many teams, are you going to refuse to play for that team and make yourself look even worse? So I say if he does get – if he is allowed to play, he plays for the Texans. But I'm going to say no. If I had to pick, it's no. But if you see him playing, it will be on the Texans next year. Okay. All right. I think that wraps up the mock draft NFL segment of tonight's show. Very good segment, Kenny. Mr. Cicliano, are you ready for I should rapid say fire? Are you ready? Are you ready for rapid fire? With well, Cis? if I'm ready you're asking me if I'm ready for rapid fire, Kenny. You said you're watching the show on another uh device. Just look at the background screen and you tell me if I'm ready for back for rapid fire. Right, give me one second. That's all I'm gonna tell you, and that should be your answer. With the green screen. 
I might be a little behind. I'm seeing NFL logos. Okay, behind. just give it a second because you're watching it on YouTube, but it'll come up. And that should just be your answer, yes or no. All right. If we're ready for rapid fire. <laughs> Trying to find it. Mr. Sis, tomorrow or after the show, please, you're going to go back and look because you're going to love yes, yes. this screen. There it is. There it is. So am I ready for rapid fire? You're ready for rapid fire. I okay. love it. All right, we're going to start with Mr. Valenti tonight. These are all yes and no answers, no commentary, no nothing. Now, being a pro athlete and getting paid millions of dollars, should Hicks have sat out on Saturday because of the Minnesota incident? Yes or no? No. Okay, Kenny? I'm going to say no. Okay, we'll go to Kenny first. Will Mr. Aaron Judge be in the lineup within the next month? Yes or no? No. He'll, he'll have some games out. Kurt? This is for Paul. No, he's going to get injured again. Nope. Okay. We'll go back to Kurt. Does Tampa Bay have the Yankees number? Yes. Kenny? 101% yes. Okay, we'll go to number four. We'll go to Kenny. Does Waddle go to the Giants? <laughs> now don't go back on what you said before. No, no. Kurt? No, he's going to go earlier. Okay. Number five, we'll go to Mr. Valenti because he likes this guy. Will Justin Fields be the third quarterback off the board, yes or no? Coach Breslin, by the way, is saying nice background. You got to see it, sis. It's awesome. Um, nope. I wouldn't do it, but he's going. He's going to be, yeah. So your answer is yes. yes. Okay, Kenny. Agree with Kurt. Yes. We'll go to Kenny again. Mister Penn State's Parson. Will he? Will team shy away from because of character issues? Yes or no? Yes. Kurt? Yeah, somebody will, yes. Okay. Number seven, we'll go to Kurt. You guys never heard of this kid, but will the offensive lineman from Wisconsin, Whitewater, and he's probably, he's a guard, he's probably going to be like a 76 pick if he goes. But will he go to the Giants? I'm going to say no. I think that, I, no. Okay. Andy? I'll say yes just to be bold. Okay. Matt's the real we'll couple quick him. questions. Coach Breslin saying, yes, I think he will drop because of character issues. Matt Staffiero saying, Jones is number three. Carolina makes sense for Parsons. I hope not. Taking over for Luke Keekley over there. We'll go to Mr. Valenti for number eight. Who has the bigger game tonight? Zion or RJ Barrett? Uh, yes I'm, or no? I'm kind of cheating, and Zion looks unguardable. So well, I'm going to say it, Zion. It's a, it's a two-parter. Is it Zion, yes or no? Uh, Zion. So you're saying RJ, no? RJ, no, yeah. Okay. Kenny, same thing. I'll throw RJ out there just to be different. Okay. 
Coach Breslin says he thinks the Giants draft the lineman in round two. What did he say? He thinks the Giants are going to draft an offensive lineman in the second round. Okay. We'll go to Kenny. Is Giancarlo Stanton better than Judge? Yes or no? No, because, no, I fraud Slade Stanton, so no. Okay. Kurt? Yep. <laughs> Stanton's the better overall ball player, yes. We'll go to Kenny first for number 10. Will Mr. Valenti be happy with Denver's first pick in this year's draft? Yes or no? N. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when I it's totally, Justin totally or Trey Lewis. No. <laughs> Kurt, yes or no? Uh, I'm I'm really I'm really afraid that I have to totally agree with uh Kenny because I don't know, man. I listen, I want Parsons. It's what we need on defense. So I'm gonna say I will not be happy because I think that we're gonna go quarterback. Okay, we're gonna go right back to the same question from Mr. Kipatrick and Giants. Will you be happy with the first pick of the New York Giants, Mr. Kipatrick? Yes or I think no? I will, yes. Okay. Kurt? Yes, I think he will too. And I think you will too. Okay. We'll go to Kurt with this one. Will Zach Wilson win eight games? Yes or no? No. Danny? No, no, no not yet, no. Okay. We'll now, Matt St- now, Matt Staffiero, big Bronco fan, Kenny, saying he doesn't want Parsons. He wants a quarterback or he wants a trade back. So. I think trade back's your best option. At that number. If, somebody, if a quarterback drops, trade trade back and then you get your Parsons or defensive stud. Matt saying Wilson will win three to four games this year. Okay. Kenny, will the new Jets head coach Robert Saleh have the Jets in the playoffs in three years? Yes or no? Yes, I like this coach, yes. Kurt? Yeah, I agree, yes. No, Kurt's going to love the next one. This is Kurt first. Will Edelman play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yes or no? At some point this year, absolutely. Kenny? 100% 100% agree with Kurt, yes. Matt Staffiero said yes, exclamation point, sis, to your question about will Saleh have the Jets in the playoffs in three years. So he's a big believer. No. Okay. Kurt, is CNN fake news? <laughs> yes one, or no? One million percent. Okay, that's it. Kenny? Yes. Okay. Okay. Will the Johnson and Johnson shot give more people get more people to think about taking the vaccine this Matt, year? Yes, Matt Staffiero said ha 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 in that question says <laughs> that was a great one. Okay. Will the Johnson yeah. and Johnson shot what happened recently? Will more people put more thought about it before getting a shot now? Yes or no? 
I know it's rapid fire. I'm just going to say yes, but you know, I got the Moderna shot and I got no, I've had no complaints. Thank about God it. you didn't. Thank God you didn't. I, 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 you know, I know people are hesitant, but I think this will have people hesitant on getting. So you're saying yes. Okay. Yeah. Kurt? I, I think, yeah, I think it will definitely make people hesitant. We'll go to Kurt with this one. Is Governor Como in the same league with Sonny Corleone? Yes or no? <laughs> For those, wait, wait, sis. For those who don't know who Governor Como is, he's the governor of New York. Is he in the same league with Sonny Corleone, Kurt? Yes or no? <laughs> uh, he's not in the same league, but I think he's in major trouble. I'll say that. Okay. Can he? No, he shines. He, he's, he's shining Sammy Corleone's shoes. No. Okay. The last rapid fire question of the yes and no for this evening, Kenny. Michael Carter running back from North Carolina be a Jet. Yes or no? That's a great question, sis. Thank you. Uh, I'll say yes because they'll take a running back later around. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Kurt? Jets are definitely taking a running back. I know on our show with Marty on Intercept Your Lunch, I went oh, at ETN going there, so I'm going to say no, but it wouldn't surprise me the Jets are going to take a running back high. I totally agree with both of you. All right, gentlemen. Awesome job, sis. Awesome job. Great job. Now I'm going to throw a running back out there that nobody's talked about that, that could be a deep skipper in this draft. And he was uh, highly regarded in college this past year, and then they had a couple down games. Chubba Hubbard. Watch out for him. Nobody's talking about you him. Want, you want to laugh, Kenny? I, I read this one like uh, Denver Bronco blog, and it had like three players to avoid, and he was, he was one of Chubba them. Chubba Hubbard? Yeah. All joking aside, like, why is he? No, I know. It was just saying, because they're saying there's a lot more better, like the Carolina kids, like Sis mentioned. And it was just saying, you know, it was just funny you said that because I saw it today. All right, Kurt, I'm going to break it up a little bit. Since we're on the, I'm going to throw in a little stump, Kurt. Matt's still listening. Matt can play long. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do stump, Kurt, right now, if that's okay. Sure. What are we going to do? Are we going to start? Are we are we doing one more preseason week, or are we going to start tonight? Let's start tonight because I okay. have two questions for you. I think they're fair questions. Okay. All right, and Matt, you could play along, and Kurt, Matt, play along, and anybody else who wants to play along, you get their answers as well. We'll go we'll out. All right. So I got two questions for Kurt tonight. I'm this, writing down with my Denver, pen. No cheating. Yep. Denver Bronco questions. Okay. First question I have for you. Yep. Give me since 1990. Yeah. 1990, 12 Denver Broncos rushed for over 1,000 yards or more in a season. I want you to name the 12. You don't have to give me the year. I'll give you the year and I'll give you the yards. Okay. Now, just real quick, does a guy count twice? No, no. Uh, 12 different players. 12, okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go, Matt. Let's go. So, obviously, we got Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis' best year was 1998, 2008 yards. Okay. We got Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay, 2018, 1,037 yards. We got Mike Anderson. 
Mike Anderson in 2000, 1,487 yards. We got Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis in 2003, 1,591 yards. We got Orlandis Gary. Very good. Orlandis Gary in 1999, 1159. I'm going out on a limb here. Did... Ruben oh, Drones. Matt's throwing one out there. Yes. Give, give no Sean Moreno. Out there. No Sean Moreno. No Sean Moreno. 2013, 1,038. I'm going to go Ruben Drones. Very good. That was a tough one. 2004, 1,240 yards. Okay. I'm right gonna... now you got one, two, three, four, five left. Okay. I'm going to go Bobby Humphrey. Great job. 1,202 yards in... In uh, 1990. Um, he, Matt's throwing another one out. Willis McGahee. Good job, Matt. 2011, 1199. Okay. The hint I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys a hint. Go ahead. One was in the 90s. This one's, this one's hard. One was in the 90s. One I know who that 2000s. is. I know who that is. I'm going to take a shot right now. Is that okay. Gaston Green? Woo, you are good. 1,037 yards. Okay. You got one in the 2000s and one in the 2010s. One was recent and one was in the 2000s. Okay. Wow. All right. So one was in the 2000s. Um, it's tough. Hold on. It's not Tatum Bell, right? You're asking me a question I can't answer. All right, hold on. So wait, Tatum Bell. You want to go with Tatum Bell? Yes or no? Hold on. And you're saying one was in the 2010s? Like yeah, in this the one last... I throw you off. The hint I'll tell you is you already said this name once. Part of this name. Part of the name you said How the hell did I say part of the name? Same name as somebody else. Same first name? Same, um, the other name. Same last name. Same last name. Same last name as one of the guys who did it. Well, it's got to be... Well, I'm going to give you the point for this one because you did better than I thought. I, I forgot to tell you, I wanted you to get nine out of the 12. Okay. You got, you got 10 out of the 12. So I'm going to help you with these last two. Okay. You asked the question if it was Tatum Bell did do it in 2006. Okay. That was a good guess, wasn't 1, it? 1,025 yards. Okay. And then the new, the so you're saying there's one in the last 10 years. There's one that barely did it. 1,007 yards. The year, I'll give you the year, 2017. No, Selvin. Oh, then that's got to, that's, then that's CJ Anderson. There it is. Cause you said Mike Anderson. I was yes. telling you. Saying that okay. Year. Very good. I'll give you the, I'll give you the point for that one. So you're one and up. All right, good. Thank you, Matt, for the help. Uh, and the second question I have tonight is a shorter one, sis. I want the top five Bronco quarterbacks. Oh, with the most 300-yard games. So, you know, you don't have to give me the number. I want the five Bronco quarterbacks with the most 300-yard games. Not in the history, but since their first Super Bowl. 
Uh, since since, uh, since, the, since the Super Bowl against the Giants, I should say. Okay, but it's only but they're only going to be on once if they did it more than once, right? Once. Just, okay. So yeah, and I'll give you the number of how many games they threw. Okay, Peyton Manning. Ha- Peyton Manning has to definitely be on there. He was number two with twenty-two three hundred yard games. Or Jake more. Snake. Oh wait, wait. Jake so are you snake. saying how many three hundred? Are you saying the top five games or top how many top three hundreds? Um, the the top three hundreds, like so. Peyton Manning did it twenty two times. He's number two on the list. Okay, so Elway, like Matt saying, F obviously has to be on there. That was obviously number four. Now, sis threw one out there. You can use it or not. Who did he say? He said Plumber. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna and then Matt saying Greasy. I'm gonna write these guys down. Um. Tebow, it's not. I mean, there's there's been Gus Farrakis. This one I do want all five because I think the Elway and Manning that was kind of easy, so it's kind of like asking you for three. And this is from nine from like eighty six. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you two strikes on this one. So you get two chance, you get two two shots at it. So if you want to use one of their their answers, you can, and it won't count against you. It'll count as just one. I'll give you three strikes since you have people helping you. So if you want to use one of those, you can. I'm just writing down the quarterback. I mean, we've had a lot of quarterbacks. Um, too many. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go on my own and say Jay Cutler. Cutler was number four. He had ten. Okay. I will go with Sis. I mean, you know what? I'm going to go with my two guys. I'm going to go Sis with Plummer and Matt with Greasy. Okay, Sis, strike one for you, Kurt. Plummer was not on that top five list. He was just he just missed it. Number seven. He had he had, I think he had six 300 yard games. Greasy is on it. He wasn't there that long. He wasn't there that long. That's why. Okay, Greasy is on. But it. I will tell you, Matt Stafiero hit the number three guy on the list. Greasy had 12. So one more. One guy left with two strikes to go. And this is, what number is this guy? Five? Number five. I'll give you the number of 300-yard games he had. Okay. Nine. Nine Nine total. he, he, He did it nine times. He threw for over 300 yards. Oh my God, and Matt, Matt. I mean, is it Trevor Simeon? You got some names coming out. You got. I, I got, got Kyle Orton and Trevor Simeon. And Matt's throwing Orton out there too. All right, so let's go with those two. I got two more strikes: Orton and or Simeon. Trevor Simeon, strike two. Uh. Mr. Kyle Orton. You are two and zero, oh, my friend. Wow! Thank you, guys. Job, Phil. Phil and Matt, job, great Matt. job, sis. Great job. Kyle Orton did it nine times. You swept the board tonight, Mister Valenti. All right, that goes. That that's regular season. So we'll we'll make a chart. So two and zero oh tonight. Nice job, guys. Great job. Good job. Thanks for thanks for thanks for uh, chipping in. So that leads us into the nine o'clock hour, Kurt. We're a little few minutes behind. I know we're going to have uh, Paul coming on soon to talk the 
about MLB, but you were bringing back a familiar segment for everybody. You are bringing back all in on the fence or I'm out. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to make mine very simple. You know, I said to tonight, I said, Jen, Kenny's giving me the segment back. What do you think of this one? She says, I like it. So we're going to go with it. When Hoop says she likes it, we go Hoops with it. Hoop likes it. We're going to like it. We're going to like it, okay? So we're in the draft season, you know, and I'm going to I'm gonna say whether it's NBA or I'm even going to go NFL, right? But I'm gonna, we're going to go more NFL. You know, there's so many people that are with the value or you can't reach or you can't do this. Here's my thing. I, lo- I need a running back, whatever team I am, okay? People say, you can't take a running back. No way. But Sis's boy, Nigel Harris, is a stud, Okay. But you can't take a running back over an offensive tackle. You can't take a a, a running back over a, a defensive tackle or a corner. No. I, you're wrong. You know? Same thing with you can't take Emmanuel quickly at number seven. He's supposed to be going at number 10 or number 20. Wrong. You know? I'm all in. If you like that guy, I don't care Running back shouldn't be here. You shouldn't pass a tackle for him. It's too high. Same thing with the quarterbacks. You know, Kyle Trask isn't a number one pick. But if I like, if I, if I'm doing my board and Kyle Trask is the number three quarterback on my board, why can't I take him? Why is that a stupid pick? Why? What happens now when he comes out and Kyle Trask is the best quarterback in that draft? Then all of a sudden it's, look at the genius that took him in the fourth round. But why could why can't I take him in the late first round? That's it's a reach. Why is it a reach? Why is it a reach to take Nigel Harris? You look at Cap Christian McCaffrey. Would you take Christian McCaffrey on your team? Yeah. Okay. Would you would you have Saquon Barkley? Do you like that? Yep. Did you like Zeke Elliott? Do you like did you like playing against Zeke Elliott for the past ten years? No. No, right? Derrick Henry. So why why if Nigel why can't why can't a running back go high? I just I don't understand this whole reach thing. Like I don't believe it. Same thing with oh, he's not he's not the top five rated quarterbacks. It doesn't matter. It's what I want to rate him. I want a running back. That kid Harris from Alabama is an absolute stud. Why do I have to watch the Baltimore Ravens draft him at 23 and he's a monster, but I didn't take him at 12 because I had to take a quote-unquote defensive tackle who's not even in my rotation. But because the right thing to do is take the D tackle over the running back. So that's what I did. Why? Give me Nigel Harris. Put him as my running back. I don't care if I take him at 10. I don't care if I take him at 9. Denver needs a running back? Take him at 9. I don't care. Why not? He's going to start. He's going to play with Melvin Gordon. Take him. I'll answer your question. So here's my question. I am all in. Are you all in on the fence or out of going to get your guy and not worrying about boards and reaches and what's the – right thing to do with D tackles over running backs. I'm all in with go get your guy. I don't care what pick. I don't care what round. I don't care if I have a running back and I want another one. If you like this kid, go get him. I'm all in. Who do you want to go first? You go, Kenny. 
I'm going to go all in with you too, Kurt. And I'm going to throw a team out there. And I'm just going to throw this scenario out there just to start a pot. 49ers are picking at number three, right? Yep. Moved up. Trevor Lawrence is the can't miss prospect in this draft in years. Mm-hmm. Not trading him for anybody. That's the Jaguars guy. Zach Wilson in everybody's minds is the clear cut number two quarterback in this draft. Mm-hmm. Then there's a big drop off between the other three, all joking aside. You know, we all like, we, we like things out of Mac Jones. We don't really like Justin Fields, and we don't know what we're getting out of Trey Lance. By you, what you're saying opened up my mind. Is it out of the question that the 49ers are definitely taking a quarterback here? There's a guy out there I'm going to throw out this name and just imagine him on this 49ers offense. Kyle Pitts to the 49ers, teaming up uh, a, on the opposite side of George Kittle. How are defenses going to stop that? Well, you know what? Sis said it. on the outside. Hey, sis. Got Jimmy G. Jimmy G is, is a top 20 quarterback in the league. I mean, he's not terrible. You still got Jimmy Garoppolo. And you're an instant Super Bowl contender with Kyle Pitts on this team, I believe. And Sis said it before. Think about it. Gronk, Aaron Hernandez. Nobody stopped that team. Right? You, you team up. How, how, and Coach Breslin comes on and talks to us about defense all the time. You know, you're going to have safeties covering Kittle and Pitts. How do, you, how do you stop that? You don't. So is it out of the question? So I'm all in. What I'm saying is I'm all in. So if the 49ers have Kyle Pitts as their top guy, yeah, I'm I'm doing what I can to get, you know, is it going to happen? Probably not, but I am all in, like you said. I, I would go – it doesn't have to necessarily be a quarterback. I'm a, I'm, I'm John Lynch, 49ers, and Kyle Pitts is a can't-miss prospect. I know I, I know he may go before I pick, and uh, if I move up to six, he may go number five. If I move up to number seven, he may go number six. Well, I got to move up to number three because I know the top two picks are quarterback. Right. I'm taking it at three. It's yeah. not out of the question. So I'm all in. Okay. Sis, what about you? I don't know what category this would fall under, but you guys know me. Again, it, to me, it always comes down to need. What do you need? What do you need? If I need a tight end, I take the best tight end on the board. If I need a quarterback, I take the best quarterback. If I need a lineman, I take the best lineman, receiver, so on and so forth. That's my answer. Okay. So, you know what? I, I think Sis would say I would, what would, I would categorize him. Um, I would categorize him all in on that, Sis. Uh, Kenny, what would you say? Yeah, I, I I think exactly agree with, with what Sis said. Okay, you know, it, it's what you need. You know, and I know like Coach Breslin saying he agrees with me in regards to Pitts. He doesn't think you trade that much for a tight end, and I agree with that. But I wouldn't put it out of the question. So I'm all in. Like if, he, if he's that 
like Lawrence is regarded as the best quarterback in years. So if this kid on the 49ers board coach, in my opinion, if this, like just throw hypothetically speaking, if this kid is the top wide receiver slash tight end on their board in the last 10 years, and he's a can't miss. And the only way they're going to know they're going to get him is if they trade number three, then I would do it. Right. I don't think they're going to do it, but I would, if he was regarded that high on my board, I would, I would do whatever it takes to get that guy. Okay. So it was a good question. I like that. Yep. All in on the fence. I'm out. Unfortunately, we kind of all agreed. I like when we disagree a little bit, but yep. this one we agreed on, but you know, different, different reasons for agreeing, but we did agree on it. That's fine. So I was all in. I'm out. Uh, <coughs> we got Paul coming on in a few minutes to do MLB. Okay. Before before Paul comes on, guys, want to talk a little NBA? Sure. And then we got rapid trivia, a new segment we brought into the to the effects this week. Okay. We'll do NBA real quick. Little little few minutes. We'll talk about NBA. What I want to discuss is these super teams, guys. The Lakers and the Nets versus the rest of the NBA. Do you like the players? The Nets, I'll use that as an example. When is the last time you've seen all three of them playing together? When, and most of the time it's because, you know, they got an ingrown toenail or they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. They don't feel like playing. It's not a major injury over there. And this is the reason why they're sitting. And the same thing in L.A. You like this? Do you think this will come back to bite them in the you-know-what come playoffs? In a little NBA news real quick, guys, or I do say that, Jamal Murray, Denver Nuggets, torn ACL out. Yes. So, yeah, Kurt, I'll ask you, do you like these super teams? One. And do you agree with them sitting out all the time? And you think it'll come back to bite them in the keister? Yeah, I think I got a a couple points, and I'll be quick. I uh, Coach Breslin saying I don't like the rules that these guys are getting out of their contracts, and they are allowed to sign with the teams. Here's my point. You know who I blame? I don't. Yeah, I want to throw a couple more names out with the Nets: Blake Griffin sitting, Lamarcus Aldridge sitting. But but here's my thing. Just like Coach Breslin said, I don't blame the Nets. I don't blame the Lakers, and I have this conversation with hoops all the time. You know who I blame? The other teams. Why? The Pistons let Blake Griffin out, right? The Spurs let LaMarcus Aldridge out. Don't let him out. Like he's saying, there shouldn't be these buyouts. Drummond went to the Lakers. Why? Don't. You paid him. Sit on the bench or play, but... You know, it's because, hey, you know why? The Pistons wanted money. Okay, I'll give you whatever. Instead of 10, we'll do six. Go play for the Nets, and I save $4 million. That's on the other teams. Don't create super teams. Don't trade these guys to super teams. So that's on the NBA. I don't blame the Nets. I don't blame the Lakers. But I don't think it's good for – I mean, I don't know if it's not good for basketball. I don't think it's good that these guys sat out. But I saw one thing yesterday which I wanted to post on Facebook, and I'm going to read to you. This was Reggie Miller, okay, a couple days ago on on what he would say if Michael Jordan recruited him to go play with him in Chicago. Quote, unquote, from Reggie Miller. I would have told him 
to go blank himself. That's the problem and the difference with basketball today and back then. These guys, that's my answer. Not me. You agree, sis? Again, I'm not a real big NBA guy. I mean, I watch the Knicks. That's my team. But overall, I could care less about the NBA. So that's my right. answer. That was my little little uh, NBA. We got our few minutes in. Bobby probably not listening tonight. He always – that was our little yeah, he Nets he always talk. chimes in. You know, we always like to bust chops on the Nets. But I think it's going to come back to haunt these guys. And, and you know, they're going to catch a team that's hot. The Utah Jazz. They might catch the – the, the Philadelphia 76ers, they might catch the Milwaukee Bucks hot when the playoffs come. And and these guys, are gonna it, it may just come back to, to bite them this year. And I really hope it does. Like, if I really, really hope the NBA gods are watching up above and they make both of these teams not make the finals this year. That being said, I'm going to bring in Mr. Paul Mulvaney and uh, – I'll have him join us for rapid trivia since we're doing rapid trivia tonight, and then we'll get the MLB talking. Okay. Well, you want to do baseball first, just because I need to know with the green screen. So, where do you want to go first? Let's do. Let's ask sis. Sis, you want to do baseball first or your rapid trivia? Oh, do baseball first. All right, Paul. Welcome. Got some baseball talk. How's it going? Unlike last week, Paul, we're doing rapid trivia this week. Um, by the way, yeah, Paul, I don't know if you could watch, see, but in the back, we're going to talk little Yankees first, right, Kenny? Yeah, I love that background, Paul. Love the display case. Um, <laughs> on, on the new background here also, um, Coach Breslin will give me, we have Yankee Stadium now behind me, uh, if you could follow that, Kenny. And um, so away we go. Do you want to talk a little Yankees, Kenny? What do you got? Yeah, I, 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 I did some Yankees-Mets comparisons Uh we're, what, 11 games in, 12 games in? Paul, I've been saying, and I've been down on this team since day one. We're, yeah, it's the beginning of the season, but we are in last place in the AFC East. We're behind the Orioles, behind the Red Sox after two weeks. We're behind the Blue Jays and the Rays. And I just don't see a lot of positive things from this team. I got stats in front of me to go over, but uh, – floor is yours to start, Paul. Uh, I want your thoughts on this Yankees team, what you like, if you like anything, and what you don't like about this team. Yeah, I agree. Even though it's early, I certainly they haven't been fun to watch. And, you know, they're they're the AL East. I mean, it's they, they have issues with Tampa. They got, you know, Toronto is showing they're a team to be reckoned with. They certainly have the lineup to today's game was further proof of that. And Boston now is like the hottest team in baseball, like rattling off eight wins in a row. And meanwhile, the Yankees can't get a big hit if their lives depended on it. They're playing sloppy baseball. The, the defense has been horrendous. And I, I mean, and I, I've been the biggest Glaber Torres supporter, but oh my God, he's like, he's, he's just killing us at, at shortstop. And, um, you know, there's been a few bright spots. I know Judge came back. Um, but, you know, a lot of guys aren't hitting. I mean, um, I told somebody today, I said, uh, some people give up sweets. I think Clint Frazier gave up RBI because uh, he doesn't have a single RBI the whole year. 
Wow. Uh, no RBIs this year. Let me, Zero. Kurt, let, Paul, let me insist. Let me throw some stats out there through 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 the first 12 games. Uh, and this, this, to me, is part of the problem. I'll go through the hitters first. Uh, Aaron Judge, you know, he was hurt a couple games. Nine games, 257, two home runs before today. Five RBIs, eight strikeouts. Again, don't those stats are misleading because when he faces a good pitcher, you don't see it. <laughs> so I don't, you know, that that's my opinion on him. You got Gary Sanchez might be overachieving a little bit. He's batting 267, two homers, four RBIs. Uh, Hicks, 200, one homer, five, five RBIs, 12 strikeouts. He's got one double. Gleyber Torres, like you said, Paul, 205, zero homers, one RBI, 12 strikeouts. Giancarlo Stanton, our Mr. $300 million guy, 175, one home run, nine RBIs, 11 strikeouts. Fraud. DJ LeMahieu, we know we're going to get out of him, 295, one homer, three RBIs. Uh, Jay Bruce, 133, one homer, three RBIs. That's just some of the starting lineup. That's part of the problem right there, but we knew we were going to get this, guys, right? Right, Paul? Right, sis? We knew we were going to get this from the Yankees. It's nothing different. Home run or strikeout. Yeah. And the home runs aren't there right now. That's the problem. They're not. You know, a lot of those guys started off the first couple games okay, and then have really tailed off since then. Um, the other concerning thing, this is really concerning, is that once you get past Garrett Cole, the starting rotation has like a like a six ERA, and we've already seen now. Clory Kluber's uh, Kluber's gone through the, the rotation a couple of times. Gosh, I'll be the number two starter. He should probably be like the number five starter if he's if he even deserves a spot on the team. Um, you know, they 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 think he has to build up some some arm strength. I I watch Kluber pitch, and I just I just can't help but think like this guy might be shot. This experiment may have uh, you know kind of been a uh, a bomb. Um, to give you some of the stats, Colts 2-0, 1.47. our ace. Then Kluber, like you said, 0-1, 5.68 ERA. Six innings pitched. He's got 10 hit, gave up 10 hits. Jameson Talon off to a slow start. He's got a 7.56 ERA. Jordan Montgomery, nice solid 4-5 starter, 3.27 ERA. And Domingo Herman, we're getting nothing out of him. He's got a nine ERA. So besides Cole, there's no guarantees, and and we're seeing that. And if we're not hitting, you could forget it. We're going to lose three out of five games every every week, and and it's just not going to get any better anytime soon, guys. Yes. Yes. Well, your thoughts on the Yankees? They're in last place. I mean, there's just uh, you have a multitude of uh, of mishaps here. My thoughts on the Yankees is exactly what's going on. Absolutely nothing. They will not. They will, they're not going to win the American East. They're not. It's not happening. This Tampa Bay and Toronto here. already have their numbers, as far as what I'm saying. So, Kurt knows me for for 40 years. This is the first year I can remember ever not having any confidence in the Yankee team. Every year I'd have confidence in the team. Did I not have any confidence in this team this year, Kurt? No, not at all. And I and I it's until something happens, I'm not gonna change. Whether that means trading away one of the big 
stars on the team or, you know, shaking things up and bringing the kids up until that happens. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to change my mind on this. Team. You know, I want to jump in one thing. Cause again, I heard, uh, what's his name in the morning. He's oh uh, my God, the ha, I can't think of his name, whatever, but he was, uh, he's on the show and he made a great point. Like, again, all we keep hearing is we got Schmidt and Garcia and oh my God, like, like Paul just said, they're running out Kluber. Like this guy, like he, seriously, he might not like, it's not even funny. Like he might not be a major league baseball pitcher soon. Seriously. Like, and they're saying, here's our number two. Where are these young kids? Either trade them or play them. We say it all the time. Remember we don't, we won't trade in Duhar for anybody. Well, where's he now? Where like, you know, same thing, same thing with all these other guys. Like it's back to the pitching. You don't have pitching, you know, you have no pitching at all. And you have, oh, my God, this minor's loaded, but nobody, I don't understand. Atlanta does it. The Dodgers, how does Atlanta and the Dodgers do it? Last year, you're putting on playoff games, right, Paul? And you're seeing rookie after rookie after rookie, right in game three, game four for those teams. But the Yankees can't do it. Why can't the Yankees do it? I just don't understand. Their pitching is atrocious. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, they're just, they're not a good team right now. Well, Kurt, agreeing with Sis. And he's talking, he thinks they will struggle in the Rays. And I want to get into this. The Rays definitely have our number. Uh, better defensively, more speed, and more balanced lineup. And it shows to you, Paul, Sis, Kurt, it shows to you you don't need a $200 million payroll to succeed in Major League Baseball. No, but it's not even that. Like, it's what Sis, you know, and both what Paul said, you too, Kenny, what you guys are all saying. Like, it's just like, how long are you going to let this Cashman mindset of home run or nothing, home run, power, 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 power. Like, like Breslin's, Coach Breslin's saying, like, there's nothing. Runner on second to start it over. There's no thought about bunting him over. No thought about it. It's, if he hits a double, it's a double. It's a home run. Sis says it all the time. Here's your answer to the whole thing, okay? Real simple with the Yankees, as far as I'm concerned. Cashman and Boone both need to go. That's it. That's it. it Cashman's it, time is done. I agree. It's, it's a, at that point came up today on uh, on the Michael K. Show actually that now that the Yankees are in a in a, in a rut here, um, someone always starts calling out Cashman, and this this is where I think it gets interesting. I think, and everything like you said is 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 a problem here with the Yankees took a big gamble on two starting pitchers with serious injury histories over the last two plus years. Um, you know, we was great, but that was back in like 2018. Um, Tayon has come, is coming off, I think two Tommy John surgeries. So they went and went on this gamble, you know, um, you know, on these two guys and they put them in their two and three slots. And right now it's, it's not looking good. Um, We've already seen Herman get sent to the alternate site. So I think we've, I think Abreu got called up. And I think we're going to see David Garcia. Um, if these guys continue to stink up the joint, like uh, like I just like I'm talking Kluber and Tayon and and you know I think Montgomery Montgomery's okay at the bottom of rotation. Yeah. He's never going to be like great. I think he, like he he's like a twelve and twelve pitcher. But you know, he's the type he's of pitcher that, that I would that take spot. as like my number four or five starter. Yeah. If we had a solid two and two or three, you know, like I, I, I like Jordan Montgomery as a four or five starter. But definitely they should consider Garcia 
And, you know, I don't know when Severino's coming back. You know, someone, you know, they could try and hold the fort till he comes back. But you don't know how good he's going to be when he comes back because he's had two years of injury problems. And, and the point that was made about Cashman, and I, I think it's fair, is that, you know, when is that line drawn between, oh, we have a team that wins 90 or more games every year and we get into the playoff every year, but we're packing our bags at the end of the, you know, by the first round. And, you know, Michael Kay thinks Brian Cashman will get gobbled up in a heartbeat if, if, he, if, if he's gone. But Cashman, I, thought, I think, has done things that I like, too. I mean, he has gone and found he's some players off the scrap heap, like, um, like Voight and Urshela. Um, and I knew nothing about LeMahieu, you know, until he came over to the American League. So, you know, you could say for every good move, there's been a bad move. And we know, you know, the bad moves, you know, stink up the joint like a, you know, like no tomorrow. We, we know about, we can talk all day about Ellsbury and now knowing and seeing the Stanton deal. I'm sure we'd want to, you know, right. undo that if we could. And um, so I don't know. I don't know if, you know, when is just making the playoffs, like not become enough. And maybe they don't make the playoffs this year. So I think we have to wait and see. Um I don't know. I think the, the getting back to like Glaber Torres, they got to get this guy back second base like as soon as humanly possible. I mean, like they should have never, is, got, have never got rid of DD. That is uh, that is so true. As such, and I was even gonna I I brought it up before. If you had just been a little extra money, because I looked it up too. DD Gregoria signed a two-year contract um, for twenty-eight million. He's making yep. fourteen million a year, which is really not crazy money. Right. And they should also thank their lucky stars that Mayhew, Mayhew took significantly less money wow. to stay here. Yep. He's making fifteen million. He could have mm -hmm. easily gotten twenty somewhere else. So I mean, yep. they got a big, big break with big that. Big break with him. But, yep. but Paul, listen but to Paul, this. I know I was on last week, Kurt, and I joked around about uh, this trade idea. Realistically, Cashman's not going to trade Judge in mid-season but we're already seeing and the standings in front of me we're already seeing uh the rockies struggling three and eight they got trevor story sitting over there maybe it's time to give up miguel andahar maybe it's time to give up a clint frazier or a top pritching prospect and go get a trevor story to play shortstop and move torres over to second like paul said and then you have EJ to play first and utilize him at third base on certain days. But here's the thing, Kenny. And I, but Kenny, I heard this. I heard this in the morning, and this is crazy. What I'm gonna say? They're saying that they're in their mind, like, like Cashman, like they, they don't care. But like, as long as Torres, Torres just hit 30 home runs, it doesn't matter how bad of a shortstop you are. And that's crazy because, like Paul's saying, in the real world, when it when it comes down to the postseason, you can't have a bad shortstop. You're not going to win like I that. Think, but in their mind, it's just, I, I want the hitters. I don't care. I, I don't care how good of a fielder he is. Let you, he's going to hit. He's going to hit. And it's like home runs, home runs. I think if that that philosophy has not worked. Colorado's going to be looking to get rid of anybody that, that they can. They're going to look for a complete rebuild. And I believe Trevor Story is going to be first on that block. And the Yankees should do everything in their power to get him. 
And I don't hear they ask for too much because that's all yeah, I'm but, hearing. But they, where are they going to play him? They're still going to want Stanton. They're going to play void. If where's LeMayu going to play? You're going to utilize LeMayu at first base, third base. Uh, you know what? You'd have, you'd have, have to play outfield. You'd have to play a little outfield. You're not going to get paid three hundred million to bat one seventy five, and 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 barely crack two hundred, and sit on the bench and and just hit three times a game and strike out three times a game. I'm not paying that. I want him in the outfield. Yeah, you're going to write. Yeah, no. He gets hurt. He gets hurt. I'm tired. I, I, he should be playing the outfield. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, he's almost guaranteed to get hurt. It's it's so sad that you say this thing. The guy. You know, playing the outfield. I mean, his his injury risk. You could see like the red bar, like going up the <laughs> like that. Oh, am I crazy? Am I crazy? I wish no injuries for any ball player, but a minor injury. Let him sit for for, you know, let him sprain something. He's out for thirty games. Am I crazy that I'd rather have Gardner and Tachman in that lineup than Stanton and Judge? But but here's and the thing though. Here, here, you're not crazy because they actually go out there and play. Look at the way the judge thing was handled while he was sitting those three games. We had no idea like was he was he hurt? How bad was it? What is it? And they it turned into this like mystery drama thing with the media. Yeah, I, I want to get to something with Sis in a second, Kenny. But real quick, Coach Breslin, here, Paul. Where is Andujar? Why can't they move him to play third and have Lemayu play first instead of Jay Bruce? What, they don't want to trade Enduhar for anybody. Like well, Enduhar's hurt right now. He's got a wrist injury, so that's going to make him hard to trade. I, I mean, Gio Rochelle hasn't been a problem, and the guy is a superior. Right. Oh no. So that Gio's the one guy I did not put on this list because I don't have a problem with Gio. But, but here's the thing: I don't have a problem with DJ, and I don't have a problem with Gardner or Talkman. Kenny, here's Those a here's a comment. Me and Sis had this statement. I don't know a month ago. Okay. The problem with Cashman, though, is everybody – what's Cashman's best move? What, what was his best move? Like, just player for player, everybody said. I mean, what well, would you Cashman, say, Paul? Real Trade. quick with Cashman, Kurt. No, 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 but, what, but I'm saying what move Cashman gets credit for Torres, right, for giving him for Chapman, right? Right? You got yeah. – okay. Yeah. Here's the deal. You see, you they gave up an asset. You know, that was a win-win for both teams. The Cubs won the World Series. They gave up a young prospect. But they gave up an asset. This, this guy just wants, like, you know, I'll take uh, Mike Trout, but I'm not, I'm not trading anybody for him. Like, you got to give up to get. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to give up prospects. He doesn't want to give up anybody that's, you know, the Clint Frazier's. How could Clint Frazier be untouchable? And Duhart, untouchable in the past few years. These guys can't even play now. They're not even on the run. Like that—that's what I'm saying. You have to I give. You—you you were laughing at me when you say I can't give up Torres. I can't give up Sanchez. I can't give up Judge. I can't give up Voight. I can't give up. Who's he got? Uh, I know. I know Paul. I'm pretty sure Paul's on the same page with me, and I'm almost positive Sis is on the same page with me, but. I know a lot of other Yankee fans, but you just said, Kurt, like, it's fine if you're going to tell me you're going to build a farm system and have all these kids play. But they don't. But when you sign a Stanton, when you when you bring in a Stanton, when you bring in a Cole, a Kluber, and all these guys, and you're not bringing up the youngsters, then you know what? Trade deadline, you need to make that move it's to stupid. go get that pitcher or what you need to get to a World Series. 
If you're telling me, oh, we're going to build our farm system and bring all our kids up, I'm all about not making any moves at the trade deadline. But when you don't do that and you just go and keep these kids wasting away in the minors, Estevan Florial, I believe this kid's going to be a stud when he comes up. Right. Wasting away in the minors. You don't hear anything about him. But it's it's yeah. true, you know. Like I don't I, like I I, I want to say it was Kenny, me or you or me and sis. We were like saying the other day, like you, there's no way like you can't go in the postseason and be like, hey, we're down two one. We got Kluber on the mound. I mean, are you joking? That's like Paxton and Hap. Like those guys, you can't count on. So either see right now, like you're saying, Garcia Schmidt. See what those guys got. If they don't, then it's, hey, I got to go get two legit pitchers now. Legit yeah. pitchers. Not again, number I know, five guys, number two guys. I know, Again, I know he's not a number one. I know he's not a number two. But you get this kid out of Colorado, he might be a number three starter on, on quite a few teams in the major leagues. Like I said, make a splash. Go get Trevor Story. And you know what? If, if Colorado's in a fire sale, bring back John Gray with him. And that's an improvement over Kluber and Jamison Talon right now. Kenny, the bottom line is they can't hit, Kenny. That's the bottom line. They can't hit. Right. And they're that's based on, and, but, but they're, but sis, they're based on having this monster lineup and they can't yeah, hit. Yeah. But yeah. And what do they do? They all strike out. The male exactly. It's the same old. Story. By the way, by the way, guys, the Yankees made one correct move. Not re-signing James Paxton. Oh, He's yeah. out for the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good move there. Yeah. But you know what? You could talk about this till next line. week. They can't hit. That's it. Bottom line, Paul, what do you think the Yankees need more of? Pitching and or they need to make some kind of splash, right? Yeah, Whether it's makes... bring up the kids or or this lineup's not cutting it. Now you move Stanton up to number two and bat him in front of Judge, like that's gonna change the lineup things. That kills me. It's the same person in a different body. It's just like the lineup thing, just putting these power hitters in the two spot. I, we could do a whole show on that. I think it's us. Uh, yep. It's me. It is. There's one person to blame for that, and that's Cashman. Because if you're going to put Aaron Hicks in the lineup, bat him two as a left-handed batter, let him get the runner over to second base or third base, bunt the ball, but the guy will never bunt. They act like this guy's Mike Trout. It drives me absolutely nuts, Aaron Hicks. I, it's funny you mentioned trade snare because I had one too. You know, and it's it's it would likely never happen. But if they if they would if they really want to try and get maybe one of two things. I mean, and, and as the season plays out, we're going to see how how desperate they get to make a move or how big a splash they're going to need to make. But um, if they want to look at DD, I can bring him. I can go on about him all day because he was, you had a great fielding shortstop, you know, great defensive player, a lefty batter. He had New York experience and he had playoff experience, you know, find that many guys. And, um, you know, they, if they were going to bring in a shortstop now, they'd have to use like Luke Voigt as a, as a major trade chip because, if you're putting in a new shortstop and, and Torres goes to second, then LeMay, you have to play first, and then someone's going to be the odd man out. Yep. Jay yep. Bruce is getting cut when Voight comes back, right? So that – Yeah, he's terrible. Given his pink slip, you right. can start filling you it out. You can write him off. Right yeah, now. I agree. Yep. Um, but he's that, terrible. That was my thing. I don't, I don't know if you can get 
Aditi for Voigt straight up because the salaries are is about one's making 14 million, one's making about five million. So you may have maybe you throw in like an Anduhar and and take on a little more salary, but I think he's worth it just because of what you're getting. And you and the good thing is you kind of know what you're getting because he's. Do you been think high. the Phillies will do that? Meaning that the I know it's a it's a tough division. They're reckoning six and five right now. You think they would would trade DD? And I don't know who they have behind DD at shortstop over there. That's why I brought up Trevor Story's name. I mean, that's a good op, a good opportunity for Luke Voigt to go to Colorado and hit 40 home runs a year yeah. over in the Colorado air. And you bring back – but I know what you're saying about the left-handed batter. We need left-handed or switch hitter in this lineup that's going to make some – do some damage because it's too one-dimensional, this lineup, and it's it driving is, me it nuts. Paul, can yeah, I say one thing? One thing about you mentioned DD, right? And I think this gets unnoticed about DD, right? He came in having to replace possibly the most popular Yankee, one of the best Yankees, one of the most clutch Yankees. I'm not going to say he made people forget about Derek Jeter because that's never going to happen. But I'm going to say this. He, he kind of quieted it pretty damn good for – you know, where it's not like, oh, my God. And I know Jeter was down his last two years, but I give D.D. a lot of credit to take that, to go there, get that, you know, have that responsibility to be in the shoes of uh, Derek Jeter. And you know what? He did a pretty damn good job there. So I would feel confident in him. He absolutely did. Yeah. Like, the trade scenarios aren't going to play out for a while. and We really know who's in it and who's not. So right now we can speculate – I'm just trying to think of moves that make sense because this, I don't know. See, Glaber Torres isn't hitting well enough for us to, to let his defense slide. He's hitting the crap out of the ball. I think we'd all be a lot more lenient. But when you're not hitting and your fielding is bad, then it's like, you know, you, you're just going to see all of it. The same thing with Gary Sanchez. Right. I'm going to say um, one, I'm going to say one last thing, Kenny. If you think I'm wrong, I know I could bet. $1,000 right now, Sis is going to agree with me. But you know what? You just talked about those old teams. What did DD do? DD had a little power, but you know what? You had confidence, like Sis says, runner on second, two outs, DD can get a hit. Look at the past. Paul O'Neill, Kenny, your boy. Bernie, uh, Paul, your boy. You know, Posada, Jeter. They had power, but they were players. These guys now, like Sis said, it's strikeout, home run, strikeout, home run, strikeout, home run. There's no confidence. Be honest. Besides LeMahieu, and you're in a playoff game, and you're down a run, and there's a runner on second. Seriously, who do you want up? I don't want Sanchez up. I don't want Judge up. I don't know. Maybe I'll give you a voice. You don't want him up. You don't want Stanton up. You don't want Hicks up. Who do you want up? And it hurt you nailed it on the head. Look at LeMahieu's stature compared to Stanton and Judge. Do you want the 6'5", 6'6", guy backed up that's going to win a bodybuilding contest? Or do you want the J. LeMahieu type? You know, scrappy, in shape, and, and do everything you ask him to Listen, do. Listen, it's nice to have one of those guys in a lineup, but it's like that's their whole team is like that. That's yeah. the whole team. It's home run or bust. Like Sis said, they, they, I don't know. That's my opinion. Well, I'm, I, I'll, I'll just end the Yankee talk. I'm worried. I've been worried. I'm going to be worried unless we make a huge splash and and make a big trade. And, uh, you know, Luke Voigt is, is a nice player. We talked about Cashman and his moves, but compare Cashman to Elway. Elway can't find his quarterback. Cashman can't find the pitcher. Yeah, he got Cole, 
but we overpaid for coal. <laughs> All joking aside, you know, and you know he he has not made a good move for a pitcher since he's been you know in a long time. And uh, that's what I just wanted to end there. If you guys want to add anything else, I do want to put Kurt on the spot before we finish off tonight with rapid trivia and a quick WrestleMania segment. I do want to put Kurt on the spot, though, guys, if you, if you guys don't mind. Okay. I want to go through them. Kurt, from the offseason, mentioned the Mets. Got the billionaire coming, and we're going to make all these moves, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I know they only played seven games, but let me give you some of their stats and some of their pitching stats. Okay. McCann, their catcher. Their big off one of their big offseason signings. Okay. 190 average, zero home runs, one RBI. Did hit a two-run homer tonight. Okay, I don't have today's stats. Okay. Pete Alonzo, 231, one homer, four RBIs. Okay. Here's where it gets good. Jeff McNeil, 150, one homer, one RBI. The Mets a $300 million guy, Francisco Lindor, 174, zero home runs, one RBI. Okay. Are we looking at a fraud? Uh, Jonathan Villar gets a pass because J.D. Davis is hurt, but he's he's not doing that as, as backup. 278, zero home runs, two RBIs. Dominic Smith, 217, two homers, five RBIs. The one player who's doing great and here we go again like a brett gardner type like a dj lemayhu type brandon nimmo 435 average zero home runs four rbis then another bust in my opinion and overrated player in my opinion michael Conforto, 130 zero home runs three rbis now before you go let me give you the pitching stats same story with Jacob DeGrom, arguably the best pitcher in baseball. Guys. Two games pitched, he's 0-1 with a 0.64 ERA. Right. 14, 14 innings pitched, one earned run, 21 strikeouts, and the guy doesn't have a win in two starts. Marcus Stroman, I'll give you Marcus Stroman's been great. He's 2-0 with a .75 ERA. Right. Then you got Tawan Walker and Peterson only hit one game. Tawan Walker's 0-0 with a 2.6 ERA. And Peterson had a bad start, 13.5 ERA. Okay. How are you gonna defend? How are you gonna defend this Mets lineup in no support for Jacob DeGrom again? Okay. You're telling me your argument was give me DeGrom and give me Strowman and Syndergaard in the playoffs. When your pitcher's 0-1. And two starts with a .64 ERA? Right. You got problems. Okay, let me ask you this. Sis, what wins in the postseason? Hitting home runs or pitching? Pitching. Okay, so let, I'll ask. I'll go around the panel. I'll start with Kenny, then go Paul and Sis. In the postseason right now. So you have two issues. The Met issue, you know you're going to get the pitching. You need to score two, three runs, right? Okay. The On the other half, you're going to go Kluber, Montgomery, I don't even know, what's the kid's name from Pittsburgh? I don't know who you're going to go. So you either need one thing to happen. You feel more, because I could tell you this, I'm going to put more, I'm going to put my money on Lindor, Alonzo, Conforto, McNeil, those guys getting me three or four runs 
as opposed to Kluber and that crew holding the opposite team to under six runs or going three innings. So that's where, again, you're right. They're underachieving. But with that pitching, you're in every game, baby. You can go toe-to-toe Stroman, DeGrom, and Syndergaard. You're in every series with the Dodgers, with the Braves. You're not, you're going to go play the Dodgers, Kenny, with Cole, Kluber, and who? You're confident, and I'm oh, more confident I'm in the Mets scoring three I'm runs down again. On pieces, but I would be down on the Mets, too, because this I, well, lineup is not. I am down not, on the Mets. I'm down on the, the, Mets, the but, Mets right now. The Mets right now are four and three. Did they win? Ten? They're up five one going into the ninth, so they should be five. But okay, they're in first so, place. They're in first we'll place. Say, we'll say five and three. Okay. We'll say five and three. We'll, we'll we'll go four and three. We won't count tonight's game. They should easily have two more wins with Tawan Walker's. Got ten innings pitched and only given up three earned runs. But you still haven't answered. You know he's me. had two starts. You he's still haven't answered. Record. Wait, you haven't answered me, Mister Kirkpatrick. Answer me easily seven and one. But you haven't answered me. Do you? Do you have more confidence in the Yankees pitching staff in a playoff series holding the White Sox, the Rays? No, 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 I don't. So who's Listen, better? My point, who's better suited Mets right getting... now, Yankees or Mets? What was that? Who's better suited? Who's who's for for the again? I don't care about this post this regular season. I'm talking postseason. Would you rather have the Yankee team or the Met team? The way they're constructed. That's, that's tough. I don't know. I don't know. I'm taking the. Picture. I, I think I would go. Mets. I would go a little more Mets. If if the if the Mets were in the AFC American League East, they I would take the Mets. What about you, Paul? What would you rather have? The pitching or the one team's pitching, one team's hitting? What would you rather have? Well, I mean the Mets have the edge in the in the starting pitch. I think the Yankee I I like the Yankee bullpen better than the Mets bullpen. Um, you know, the hitting, I think the Yankee hitting is going to come around. It's just the Yankee hitting is so bad right now. We, we just feel like, you know, anything's better, but it will come around. I don't, I don't think there's any, um, you know, I mean, the Mets have a decent offense. I, I think the Yankee offense will be there, but they do have, the Mets do have the edge in pitching. Interesting point on pitching. Um, this came up this week too. It's fair to say that in New York, the two best pitchers, the two best starting pitchers in baseball play for New York. DeGrom and Cole. And I don't think there's ever been a point in time, at least none that I can think of, where you could have said that before. Like if we go back to the 90s, point. The 80s, and the 70s, like. Yeah. Uh, Coach Breslin saying, I think in the postseason, I would take the Mets team and the pitching. Sis, what about you? Mets or Yankees? What team? Right. I mean, it's early, but in the postseason, if you had to put. Uh, you know, they're going to go, who's built better for the postseason? Definitely the Mets. And I'm going to disagree with Paul, even though I love him. The Yankees, it's going to be too late when they do come around and start hitting. They're going to be too many games out of first place to catch up. They're not going to make the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Wow. That's a big one, sis. They're not. Well, here's where I agree with Paul. 
I agree with Sis what he's saying. I, I there's a chance the Yankees might not make the playoffs. There there is a good chance. Well, if that happens, they better clean house. I mean, from everybody. I mean, they got they got a great bullpen. I agree with Paul. But I mean, the bullpen can't. You know, they can just do so much. Right. The guy said today yeah. says these guys are getting asked to go six seven innings. Like that's right. crazy. Right. My argument with Kurt. Paul insists. My argument with Kurt would be because Paul, you hit it on the button. The Yankee bullpen is better than the Mets. Jacob Degrom's stats show it. Two games started, he's 0 1 with a .6 for ERA. He's only given up one run in 14 innings. That means he's got an average of seven innings in each game. But he's 0 1 because the bullpen can't win a game. Right. I'm going to say this one more. I'm going to say this. going into a game with a one nut lead, you're not guaranteed that you're winning with, with the Mets bullpen, Kurt. All right. Here's and my, la- here's my last point on this, Kenny. Here's my last point, right? Because I'm a diehard Bronco fan, right? And we have everything but a quarterback. We have everything. Top three defense, receivers. We have no quarterback, right? And we can't find the quarterback. It's hard to do. Just like pitching. You mentioned Trevor's story. Can the Mets go out and go get Trevor Story? Can the Mets go? The Mets can go get a bat like this, but you ain't going to go just go get a number stud pitcher. They're hard to find, Kenny. And the Mets have three. 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 Yankees have Don't one. Don't say three. They have two. Well, I'm saying Syndergaard. You, you have him. three. But I will give you a possibility in Tawan Walker. I like him. Right, but I'm saying... I can't go Syndergaard with somebody who's hurt. The Dodgers... Saying Syndergaard, I'm going to say we got Severino coming back. The Dodgers have three. The Nationals have two or three. The Braves have five. The Mets have three. Yankees have one. That's a problem. You just can't go out and get somebody unless you trade your guys. The Mets got the top... The Mets got the hard part is the pitching. They got it. You got to go get bullpen and you... Go get a bat. You're saying... Uh, what's the other guy from the the the, the Colorado, Charlie Blackman? Go go get somebody like that. But the Yankees just can't go get pitchers. The Mets would be a perfect place for Charlie Black. Exactly. It's not going to cost a lot. You give up. You give up uh, some prospects for Charlie Blackman, and you put him in 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 the outfield with. I don't like Conforto. I, I, I don't. I'm just not a fan. No, of he's, he'll he's, come up he's, with some good games. He's a, you know, he's a problem right now for them, but. Yeah. And Dominic Smith playing out there, I think they can upgrade, and Charlie Blackman might be a possibility. So, we've got a couple minutes left. Do you want any any final thoughts on Mets and Yankees, guys? And then we'll finish off, I think, with Sis's trivia real quick. We're good. You want, you want to hang around for his rapid-fire trivia tonight, Paul, or you got to go? No, I, I, can, I can hang around. All right, sis, you're up. Rapid trivia time. Well, before, no, no, you know what? Hold that, on. I'm calling before this Before that starts. Wait a minute, sis. I'm calling this a, a different just, topic, sis. You ready for the new name? Yeah, you call whatever you want. It's called Hard Hitters with Sis. Okay. Before we get into the rapid fire. Hard we hitters. Just up, we, just picked up, we just picked up Jalen Otis, 6'4". 349 for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Defensive lineman, 6'4, 349, and runs 4'5. Yeah, they need another That's guy insane. like that. That's insane. They okay, need here guy. we go. Here we go. We don't know where this is going, Paul. What has a bed but never sleeps and runs? 
what has a bed but never sleeps and runs? Kenny? A bed of nails? Nope. Kenny, that's your answer. Okay. What has a bed but never runs? What has a bed never sleeps and runs? What has a bed never sleeps and runs? I got nothing. I need Jen. Kurt, Kurt. Ants. A river. Number two. <laughs> river runs. I'll start with Kurt. What has 88 keys but cannot open a door? <laughs> a piano. Yes. Good guess. Good I'm done. Guess. I'm signing off. I'm not going to get any more. While you're ahead. Going right back to Kurt. He gets his. I'll buy him Steve's Sizzling Steakhouse. What cannot be used until it is broken, Kurt? What cannot be used until it is broken? Your heart. Paul. I'm guessing heart was wrong. <laughs> yeah, these questions tonight, you got to think a little bit. Yep. Spirit. Wait, nope. I got, we, we got a comment from the audience. Can I read it? Go ahead. I cheated. I looked. I'm not going to answer. The audience, okay. Coach Breslin said an egg. He got it. There you go. Defensive coordinator. Of course he got it. Kurt, what has legs but cannot walk? What has legs but cannot walk? A TV stand. Paul? Table. Kenny? Table. Chair. Partial, partial credit. <laughs> partial credit. No. Come on. He's getting, he's getting no credit. This is going to be a regular section. What has no life but can die? What am I? What has no life but can die? What am I? Paul? Soul. Kenny? Who has no life but can die? Yep. What am I? Oh. Your car. Kurt, you're close. I don't have an answer for that one. Battery. <laughs> Kenny was close. <laughs> Let's move it along. Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> the first sport to be played on the moon soccer, tennis, football, golf. Then I'll give the answer after I ask the other two. Uh, I'm going to say, I have no idea, but I'll say golf. Okay. Paul? I think golf. And Kenny? I'll go. I'll go tennis. Kurt and Paul win. 
It was golf. There we go, Paul. There we go. Kurt, I know you'll have the answer for this one. Harry Potter had how many books? Five, six, seven, or eight. Again, I'll give the answer when we're done. Eight. Paul? I'll say seven. Okay. Kenny? I'll go six. I knew Paul was going to get this. He's very studious. Very good, Paul. <laughs> Did you know that, Paul? I knew it was in that ballpark. But I okay. Wasn't 100%. We'll go to Paul. Which nation claims ownership of the Antarctic? I'll give you four choices, then I'll go to Kenny and Kurt, and then I'll give you the answer. What nation claims ownership of the Antarctic? The U.S., United Nations, Australia, or no one? I'm going to say no one. Excuse me? I'm going to say nobody. I, okay. Kurt? I'm with them. Nobody. What was that he's one riding, choice? He's riding your coattail. Yes, I am. What was that one choice? Nova Scotia? No. Which nation claims ownership of Australia? U.S., United Nations? Yes. Australia or no one? Oh, Australia. I'm going to go Australia. Okay. Kurt and Paul had it. No one. Good job, Paul. Yes, yeah. did not watch those. I read those. Oh, keep writing your coattails, Kenny. The Space Needle is located in this city: Toronto, Vancouver, L.A., or Seattle. Space Needle is located in this city: Vancouver, Toronto, L.A., or Seattle. Again, the Delta. That's not Toronto. See the Vancouver, Seattle. I'm going to go Vancouver. Okay. Paul? Uh, Seattle. Kurt? Vancouver. You should have rolled his, his, his uh, Kurt tail. He won again. Oh, Good look job, at Paul. Paul's on fire. Paul's, Paul, yeah, Paul's um, he's very tough with this. Very, very tough. Shamrock meets. <laughs> Got a couple minutes for a hey. couple more, sis. We're gonna go to we're gonna go to Paul with this one. What has four fingers and a thumb, but is not living? Say that again. What has four fingers and a thumb, but is not living? A glove. Kurt. Tree. Kenny. I'm going to go one of those foam hands. Paul again with a glove. Next week, we're going to have to keep Paul off the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, jo I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, Kurt. You should be able to get this. This is an easy one for you, Kurt. Coach Breslin said mannequin. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Kurt, when did the Jonas Brothers, Mark, make their comeback in the music world? I'll give you the dates. 2011, 215, 219, 216. 
I'm gonna go twenty-one sixteen. I'm gonna go two thousand fifteen because that's when the Broncos won the Super Bowl. I remember them singing some kind okay. of song. Okay, Paul. Twenty two fifteen two eleven point nineteen. Paul's eating you people up tonight. <laughs> Two nineteen, out of boy, Paul. Paul's got his computer open on Google yeah. right there. Keep track of time. How much time we got left? We so got three Kurt, minutes left, sis. Kurt, what native country is in Brazil? North America, Western America, South America. South America. Paul. South America. Kenny. South America. North America. Mm-mm. Here we go. What are you looking at? <laughs> it's South America. I'm telling you, I got it's North. Hey, the answer is North America. America. It's North America. It's North America. We what, have a new map. <laughs> what ingredient is important to cook a savory dish? Sugar? Butter, salt, or pepper? Paul. Um, what ingredient is important to make a savory, <clears throat> excuse me, to make a savory, savory dish? Uh, salt. Kurt? Butter. Kenny? Pepper. Paul again. <laughs> Last one, sis. Give us one more. You got it. By the way, breaking news, the New York Knicks have won their first four-game win streak of the season. Let's go. All right, Let's Paul. go. Paul, if you get this one, Paul, I'll buy you a steak dinner the next time I see you. What has teeth but cannot bite? What has teeth but cannot bite? Zipper? Hold on. I'll give you the... Oh, I think he owes him okay. a dinner. <laughs> Zipper, saw, comb. What did you say? Oh, I have to stick with the zipper. Okay. Kurt? Oh, it's got to be comb. Okay. Ken? Zipper. Paul, what's your favorite restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> the, one in, the one in South America, I think. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the Brazilian one in America, North America. Yeah, the Brazilian steakhouse in North Brazilian food. Next week, I'm going to have to really dig into my bag of tricks. Oh, if you this got guy, Paul, you better. This guy's awesome too good, man. This guy's too good. Sis, don't play around, man. Sis did his homework. You know what, Paul? So I talk- know, a lot of notes. Last week, it was it was Yankee trivia. This week, a little miscellaneous riddled. So you never know what you're going to get from Sis. I got to tell you one funny story. Kenny and Paul, you're going to love this. I talked to Sis. I called him on my way home from school. It was about 4 o'clock. So I call him. He goes, you know what? This is ridiculous, man. He goes, the Yankees started 1 o'clock. It's 3.40, and I just got finished with our stuff for tonight's show. So Sis worked today, man. Sis worked. Good job. Sis worked. But uh, no, really, guys, thank you. Great show tonight, Paul. Thank you for coming on Talking Yankees, getting us fired up with the Yankees. Thanks for having me. We'll obviously always talk Yankees with Paul. Sis, great job on all your stuff tonight, Mr. Kirkpatrick. Wear that Nick hat, baby. We're coming.
next week uh, we'll do a full mock draft and we'll have some fun with that. I'm not sure if we'll do it on Wednesday or Thursday show yet, but we'll have a little fun with a full mock draft with trades and uh, we'll go from there. Now, some football news that I forgot to mention. James Conner signed with the Cardinals. I yes. think that's a nice smart move for them. Little insurance at running back. Yep. I like, I like that move. Now, there's a sleeper for, you know, we'll get into the mock drafts next week, but there's a sleeper for Najee Harris, Travis Etienne at running back yeah. in the first round. So yep. we'll see. But, it's um, a beast, man. Najee Harris, Najee Harris is a beast. And I hate to see him go to the Ravens. Awesome job commenting, everybody, and asking questions. Sis, good job. Paul, thanks for coming on. Kurt, always good job. Tomorrow, wits and wagers. We'll do, you know, we'll, we'll do some basketball, maybe baseball bets, and we'll play a little game show type game with you guys tomorrow. Okay, sounds we'll, good. We'll, we'll good enough. I got something up my sleeve for, for half the show tomorrow. We'll have some fun with it. Sounds good. By the way, last thing, Coach Breslin saying breaking news, Washington football team signed a tight end that played basketball. Check out his combine stats. So we got to look into that. But uh, thank you, Coach, for that. And um, guys, tomorrow we'll see you guys with some wages and uh, then next week. Thank you.